Hey everybody and welcome back to Filmatic. This episode I have a very, very special guest as we're going to talk about Uncut Gems and maybe a little bit about the award season this year. Uh, Ooh, I have with yes. me Ben Becker. Hey, what's up? Ben Becker, glorious bearded man. Oh yes, my <laughs> your your bearded brother. When I know. You have a beard. I, I yes, I'm I'm a bearded brother in memoriam. <laughs> bearded brother in memoriam. Uh, so Ben, I, I've we've known each other for a while. I'd say. We have. Yeah. Uh, we went to high school together, and we've obviously kept in touch. We met up many of times since we've started college. Uh huh. And I noticed that you kind of share my love for movies. Maybe not in such an outwards way like me, but I noticed that I can always have a good conversation with you about a film. Yeah, I mean, I, I just like talking about like the themes and especially yeah. actors' performances. Uh, oh. I just, I eat that stuff up. And we have a big one on our plate today, don't we? Oh, yes, we absolutely do. Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems. Now, I, 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 I think I'm qualified to talk about this, first of all, because I'm a... Big fan of Adam Sandler. He uh, <laughs> he has he has a lot of I mean a lot of good movies, a lot of a lot of not so good movies, but this I'd say is his peak performance. For for sure, for sure, and it's a, it's a real testament to not only him giving his career best, but everyone in this movie, the directors, the writing, the soundtrack, every oh. single supporting character, everything Absolutely. just blends perfectly into the movie. Now, I guess before we jump in, I mean, anyone who's listening is going to know what it's about, but I think just for order's sake, we should talk about what this movie is about generally. So obviously we have Adam Sandler playing this Jewish jewelry dealer in new york and he's a as we learn he's a big gambler isn't he i mean he's constantly um, taking bets wedging you know one thing to the next yeah and yeah. things kind of ramp up he's he's just he's he's like a thrill seeker you know he's always yep. going from one thrill to the next i don't know he just can't seem to get enough risk taking yeah okay exactly and <laughs> It's just, I mean, you get speechless sometimes just thinking about it, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it, the, the, so I think that the, the main thing when it comes to Sandler's performance is the way that the audience is linked to his stress levels, you know? And oh, yeah. the Safdie brothers are just masters of their technique at this, of making you feel what Howard is feeling in this film. And just when you get that little bit of relief especially towards the climactic point of this movie where you're just like, okay, you know, oh God, you know, it's finally over. He's finally done Every, it. Everything's finally starting to go his way. And then Adam Sandler or Howard just comes in and just, because he can't stop. He can't stop. And yep. that's the problem. Yeah. It's almost kind of a movie about, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say addiction, but I mean, we'll, we'll get to the themes in a little bit. Right. We can... If you want, we can talk about the plot a little bit more in depth right now. Sure. Okay. So, continuing with the plot. So, now we know about his personality and who yeah. he is. What about the, the other characters in this movie? I mean, we have, obviously, the big player, Kevin Garnett, NBA yes. basketball yeah. player, making, I think, his debut <laughs> role in a film. I mean, I, I think, honestly, just served a little bit more to move the plot along. Yeah. That's fair. But there was also really interesting moments in his interaction with the gemstone. Yes, I mean, like for a basketball player who seemingly has never done any film or television before, 
he did a very good job of being you know encapsulated by this gemstone yeah i mean i mean hats off to him for doing exactly what he needed to do to service this movie like you said and then we have some side characters we have howard's mistress julia mm-hmm. who is extremely loyal almost to a fault and yeah. there's almost I, I mean some elements of like i don't know what the word is not stockholm syndrome but you know what I'm, you know what i'm trying to say right yeah like, obsession like he's <laughs> yes because there's, he's there's a lot of obsession times, in this movie correct there's obsession with the gemstone there's obsession with you know doing bigger bets there's obsession with howard himself and i think that it's just because no matter how howard treats her she's <coughs> always trying to get back to him and i don't know yeah. if it's an obsession with howard himself and his character or with his confidence because i mean on the face of it you're like okay this girl's a model why is she yeah. like chasing adam sandler no offense sandman yeah this but, like <laughs> I mean, this flabby 50 year old jewish guy yeah exactly the gucci belt like I mean, yeah. I guess she maybe she likes the Gucci belt. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. It could be many. It could be the money. It could be the confidence. It could be his the character himself for some reason. Who knows? But it's a very very tightly uh, executed and great part of the movie and adds to it obviously. Um, yeah. Then we have Howard's brother-in-law. It's his Arno. brother-in-law. Okay. Yes, it's, it's his brother-in-law. That guy and, and his goonies. They all sort of fall in goonies. the same cate- category. Yeah, pretty much. And he did so. Howard is constantly in his moves to move up in the yeah in the bed. He's constantly making plays, and a lot of these plays involve Arno and his Goonies, and because he owes the money. Right, he owes the money, and he keeps using the money that he gets that you think that he would use to pay them as collateral to get more money, and then it just goes on and on and on. What, I mean, what did you think of... I, I like the way, personally, that the Goonies, for the first half of the movie, you're just like, okay, these guys are just thugs. They're just here to intimidate. Yeah. And to a certain degree, they still are. But there is some dimension added in the second half of the movie to these guys. They have a very... I mean, we're not going to get into spoilers right now. But they do show, you know, their colors and their true characters towards the last half of this movie. Absolutely. And we'll get into that a little bit later. Then we have some other characters. We have Howard's wife. Yeah. Who he has a strained relationship with because she clearly knows to some degree that something is going on. Yeah, whether it be the mistress or... Alright, his wife Dinah, she doesn't play like a super huge role in the film, but Mm -hmm. like... His, um, Adam Sandler's interactions with her and her character really show, like, how his recklessness can kind of affect the lives of others. And really, like, what a lot of people end up thinking about him because of his actions and, like, the negative opinions that a lot of people have about him. I feel like her character does a really good job in highlighting that. Yeah, exactly. And it's good that they implemented, like, the familial side, because you see her, you see his kids and it's good to see that the impact is on every single front you know every front of his life yeah and you know what ben i'm actually getting transmission right now that manny ray is going to be joining us oh my boy manny ray manny ray is going to be joining us so we're going to do a quick cut right here and manny will be here in a moment 
All right, sounds good. And we now have Manny Ray with us. Manny, hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's going well, buddy. I, I can't, I can't believe you're finally on the podcast, bro. No, sure, dude. I mean, listen, I think you started back in September, November, whatever it was. I, I've been a, I've been a steady listener. I enjoy it. You, you give a no. Point you're, are you capping? I'm not capping on you, brother. <laughs> Shut up. No it's, good to, <laughs> it's good to hear from you too, Ben. Oh yeah, good, good to see you, Manu. I know if, yes. It, no, I was just gonna say, if I'm not mistaken, you guys saw this film together. No, exactly. I was gonna say. Oh, we did. It was very cathartic as a group. To cathartic. Go wow. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if cathartic's the word I would say. Honestly, or, for me, definitely more that mind that, fuck. That 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 whole. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but till the very That's end. That's fair. Yes. The very end, it was an so many. Basically, what we've been talking about so far, you know, we're trying to do a non-spoiler spoiler section so that, you know, a lot of people can listen to this, you know, have a large base, not to brag. Sure. sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we started talking about the general plot, and we started doing a little bit of a character kind of breakdown scenario, like, who each person is, how they matter to the story. Okay. Um, so, obviously, you know, we started talking about Howard, Julia, his girlfriend, okay. uh, his brother-in-law, Arno, who he owes a lot of money to, as we said. And we were just going to start talking about his wife, specifically. But non-specifically, is there anything you want to mention about the plot or about any characters that we've talked about so far? What I really enjoyed about this film, and you don't see too often, is a lot of intersectionality. There was a great scope, I think, of a cast, you know, mm-hmm. if you catch my vibes. You got... Because this was a, you know, this was a very hectic life this man had. You got to see... You get to see a, a bit of a little bit of everything, you know, his family, the people he worked with, the people that would just come up to him, the, you know, going to the auction house. It, I really like the scope, the scope of characters. And actually, something that I thought was interesting, you guys know Tilda Swinton? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, she was the one on the phone, the, the auction house chick that... Um, oh, yeah, I did read about that. So, I really like that they, they included a lot of great actors as well that you, you know, that got to do these different kind of roles. So. Yeah, and even people who earn acclaimed actors, like mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Garnett, yeah, so KG. My man, KG. Dude, that, that, that just solidifies, like, you know, you gotta give respect to him, too, because that, that, that was a huge role that he put himself in. It wasn't like, oh, like a five-minute thing. This was... Well, yeah, that, that's what uh, Ben and I were saying was that, yeah, it wasn't like a breakout, mind-bending role, no, but it was no, it was yeah. perfect. It was exactly what was needed to service yeah. what the film needed. And it was a pretty big role. Like, Yeah, no, that's fair as well. I mean, he did, it's he did more a good job. Substantial, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the big ones. Now his wife, okay? Diana right. is her name. Diana. I was just beginning to say that you know that she has this semi-awareness of what's going on in Howard's life, right? Well... It's very it's much similar. It's just, the, it's, it's, it's kind of that mob wife, that role that they play that, you know, they're aware of what their husbands do. You, you watch Goodfellas, you see the Godfather, anything like that. It's, that's kind of a, almost a trope, you know, that it's the wife that's aware, but they know what their husbands do, but they don't get involved. They just, they're there for the family, but. Right. I don't know. And then Howard's I guess. Howard's yeah. a different man. He's a different yeah. man. Yeah. And, okay, yeah. Well, there's something else I want to say about that character in particular but i'll save that for spoilers uh and i think the the next biggest role would probably be lakeith stanfield oh i think oh, his name a, is we get quick, quick applause on that you guys have like <laughs> uh, yeah we'll, we'll insert that later <laughs> yeah yeah it's in the audio right now i'm just because like you go ahead i know you uh well i was just gonna say in general that in in the spirit of all you know kg's role like yeah perfect perfect casting i'd say 
for a kind of scummy, but also kind of lighthearted accomplice, I guess, to Howard. Uh, I'm not sure what exactly his role was in the beginning. Yeah, he's kind of an accomplice. Yeah. And I think that was just perfect. I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, he did a great job. He just kind of, like, had this whole vibe about him, like, he's not, like, heavily enough involved in Howard's shit to really care about it. Yeah. So, like, yes. so like, whenever Howard's in a tough situation, he's just kind of like, oh, man, dude, yeah, fuck off, I don't really care. But yeah. and he's kind of just in it to make money with Howard. Right. And in that way that he doesn't need Howard, it's kind of ironic that the biggest, like, plot device in this movie yeah. hinges around Howard needing him. So you yeah. kind of get that in the beginning. And I don't think it's a spoiler. I think it's kind of in the trailers a little bit. But, like, he's kind of chasing him around and stuff. Like, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Because he needs this. Yeah. That, and then Because uh, it's all a big chain. It, it goes insane. to show you that this is one man we're talking about. This is not, like, this This is all one man's problem. This is not the company's problem. This is not some some big some big issue. This is his issues. And not everybody is, you know, keen on seeing him succeed. Between his wife, between um, Lakeith Stanfield's character between the two thugs that we see throughout the film um Arno it's 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 stressful and you feel that because you're 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 tunneled through Howard's position throughout the whole entire film but I like some key moments if you don't mind me mentioning go ahead are definitely the part where he's trying to get into the into the Phillies the Sixers practice practice sorry not the Phillies that's baseball the, the Sixers practice that that was just Oof. Yeah. You, you, the, the, the club, club scene. Um, oh, the club scene. You can, the a, a great park, cameo oof. from The weekend. <laughs> Very yeah. good. And uh, we get... Him. Yeah, we'll get into that in spoilers, but... I mean, perfect. Think, perfect choice. Because, <laughs> I mean, as we can... As I don't think we mentioned yet, this film takes place in 2010, I believe, or 2011. 2012. 2012, really? sorry. And okay. even more respective to that era, it's a perfect choice for, yeah. you know, a musician that's going to be in New York doing this kind of thing. But anyway, yeah. we'll get into that. So those are the main players, I, th I think. I think that's about everybody. Yeah, I think that's about everybody that's big. Okay. Now, is there anything else that we can mention before spoilers? Definitely. Definitely. Um, if you don't mind, we can go through the score a little bit. Oh, ho, 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 yes. Which... I, I like to read about other people's opinions online just to see like what the general consensus consensus is. And I saw I had like a okay, you don't you're not supposed to go by this stuff. This I'm like what? Fifty three percent on audience for Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like hmm, yes, people, isn't that so interesting? That's but like a lot of people said like oh this movie was too like confusing. This movie was just wait, it got a fifty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes on the audience audience. So, oh, that's and crazy. I think, I mean, we all have a friend who we'll just call Jeff. And he actually walked out of this movie 20 minutes in because it was so anxiety-inducing. So, no, seriously, I mean, that's insane. That's a testament to yeah. this film. And, and my point my being, being, the score was mentioned a lot. And for some reason, I, I found the score to be... The score is based off Daniel Lopatin. Um, he did the score for Good Time as well. It's like part of the... He's definitely yep. part of that, that sort of cosmic synth sound that you see kind of emerging again. Yeah, like and 80s kind of orchestral. Yes, yes. Very much like that. Um, very, uh, what's his name? Very uh, Flash Gordon-esque kind of space warrior stuff. Like, a lot of people did not like that clash you felt while listening to the score and watching the movie. Yeah. I mean, in the way that it, like, 
it just swells up mm-hmm. while you have there there you know there are eight characters talking in a small jewelry shop everyone's some people are yelling yeah <laughs> this this fucking 80s synth is like boom, and it's just like it's insane but somehow in some way it blunts together and it, it works it, it, it works like, almost it, perfectly yeah and it's very original of them to do that instead of going with another or- orchestra like looking at the if you watched the oscars last night i don't know if you guys <laughs> talked about oscars yet but no not yet no. <laughs> This would if they this was this was something else compared to anything else this year or score wise. So yeah, yeah. I I think maybe part of the reason they managed to make it work so well, were there were parts where it was like, you know, it was almost like synth pop and it was a lot more melodic. But that was at like, like the very beginning there was a lot of that and then the very end. But in a lot of the more dramatic moments during the movie, you know, there was still that synth sound, but it was more like blaring, kind of more noise. And it really fit with the kind of themes of anxiety that went on in the film. Yeah, it was the best choice for this film. And I think any other soundtrack would have just been a disservice and it wouldn't have, you know, made the puzzle of this movie complete. Yeah. Another aspect of the film that a lot of people aren't expecting going in is like the blend of sports oh, and yes. sports oh, TV gam- and Manny. This gam- is more your your domain, so I don't know if you want to take the lead on this. But so our my our my friend Keon had gone to this, and he's a, he's a bit of a sports guy, but he's also a bit like he he does he's very interested in gambling and kind of that betting scenario. So Ooh. this movie. Even more so, even if you don't know the lingo, what he's talking about, like, between... If you understand what I'm saying, like, the parlay, this and that, that I can't imagine being even even more stressful to hear him, like, to take these humongous bets. So, there was a great blend between the sports, the gambling world, you got you got to see Vegas, you got to see how... How he he, he kind of... He put himself in these situations, he, he dug himself further by taking taking other people's things and, and using that their property as... As, as, uh, as wagers almost and honestly it just goes to show how there is this there, there is this world where people deal in in this, these stakes every day that, that they, they enjoy this you know yeah and Howard's character perfectly encapsulates that and I think that we've pretty much done most of the non-spoilers but before we wrap it up I think we should just circle back to Howard's character sure sure because it's almost you know, it's it's like Shakespearean almost. I mean, Howard, he's constantly apologizing, empty promises, breakdowns, mm-hmm. and it's perfectly captured by Adam Sandler, who's you know rarely ever probably his best performance, as we said before. <laughs> and I mean, it's Howard like he might be a despicable character, right? Mm-hmm. But there's something about him that makes the audience root for his victory. I think, I think this, this is because this is, is I, I and I hope I can't. I'm not a. I'm not a a sage, but I, I really, I really hope this becomes one of those like iconic roles, you know. Yeah. That people will be quoting because this was something different. You, don't, you <laughs> Adam Sandler's not going to do something else like this that's so so unique and fun to watch. Like he, he's he's such a joy to watch on the screen, even though he he literally encapsulates, like you said, just all those negative things of all those like all those like of of sin, basically. And yeah. <laughs> But it's just, you just want to see it unfold. And you just, you, you put yourself in there and, and you stress yourself out with it. So, I really think that Sandler did a great job. And I couldn't see anyone else doing it. Not Seinfeld, not, not, uh, not no one else. Nicholas Cage. 
No, no. It's, it's yes, Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage would have been. It would have been interesting, but it definitely <laughs> wouldn't have complimented the film like Adam. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't think I would have appreciated that. No. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, anything else? Should we? We move on. Can we do like a quick five, quick five words you, you thought about during the movie? Kind of like a you know quick what I'm five words. Okay, that's interesting. See, this is what I love. Manny always bringing new things to the table. Sure, a new sure. aspect yeah. to the podcast. Of course. Of course. All right, you want to go first, Manny? Ooh, five words. All right, all right. hold on. <laughs> okay, everybody, thinking about your five words. We'll cut the silence. You can't say stressful or anxiety because nothing we've said so far. All right, all right. All right, so cut the silence. Um, <laughs> Maybe, maybe do, like, three words. Three words. All right. Okay, we're changing it to three words. <laughs> three, three words would be easier. And it can't be... It, it can't, it's not allowed to be, I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first word is semen. Okay, yeah, Manny, why don't you just go ahead? I mean, you seem to be the leader on this. Three words. Three key words. Hustle. Hustle. Okay. Hustle, like... Hustle, okay. I just took a fat nap, so okay. I'm yeah, a little no, off right now. Um, hustle. Let me repeat that. Hustle. Number two. What was number two? All right. <laughs> Why did we come up with this idea? <laughs> no, I, I had it in my head. I just want you to know, even if you don't come up with three words, this is still going into the final cut. Oh, really? Shit. Um, all of this, right now, all of this. This is all going in. This, this is all going in. People are listening to you. Yeah, people, people are gonna enjoy your terrible silences and forgetting what you're gonna say. Oh, well, I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to stress you out, man. No. All right, hold on, hold on. Okay, how about we all do one word? There's three of us. No, two words. Two words. We all do two words. Two, yeah, yeah. That's six total. You're, that's six total. You're upselling me now. Two, two. If I learn anything, two, two is a good cap. Okay, right. so you want? Do you want to no, go ahead? No cap, dude. Hustle, hustle, <laughs> hustle. And, re- and relief. Okay. Damn. So, Interesting. There was there was definitely a second word in there that would have like connected the two, but like I'm I'm capping on right now. So. <laughs> All right. Try, give, give, give us a little explanation of your two words. Hustle. Like you you feel like that you you hustle to watch the movie. You know. Like it's a it's a job. It's work to watch it. No. That's fair. Yeah. So, and also hustle describing this guy hustling people. This guy doing the hustle every day. Hustle and bustle of the city. Yeah. See, the second word would have been nice right here, but um, relief. <laughs> I feel like there were there were a couple. We, we've been talking about the stress the entire time. I think there were maybe no more than two points of relief, even disregarding what happens right after each of these releases. Reliefs, it's it's a lot. So, I'm gonna give it to Ben. What do you think? All right. Well, one word I can think of. Not not like a main part. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Whatever you whatever you feel. Whatever you feel, bro. There's there's a little bit of mystery. There's there's some questions that that never really get answered. That's true. Right? Like, who are these goons? You know, why does Adam Sandler owe his stepbrother money? Right. And there's, like, I mean, some of this stuff gets, like, revealed as you're going through. Because, I mean, at first you don't even know that he owes this guy money. You don't know that he's... And once you find out that Adam Sandler, that Howard owes money, you don't know he's his stepbrother. You don't know there's that family connection. Right. Yeah. 
And so you start out really in the dark, and I feel like that adds a lot to the movie. And then as you learn more about the characters as more and more is revealed, that's it's a good way to get you kind of involved. I, yeah, I completely agree with that. It, you don't need to know everything. That's I hate when yeah. movies just And I like I like that kind of what you mentioned where it's like it isn't the movie doesn't start where it's like this is Adam Sandler, he's a jeweler and he digs himself into a pit he can't get out of, you know? It's he's already in this pit. This is who and he he's, is. He's 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 already in this pit. He has the shovel. He's he's full. He's full dig right now. I don't know. What what I really felt like. What I felt like really bolstered that is the fact that the the audio, the how they captured it, was very natural. You heard you heard yeah. everything that was going on in the room, and like you 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 picked up on things as things went along. You you realized all right, this is what's going on. This is what he does. You know, these are the people he works with, and I, I really, I like that a lot. People. Oh yeah, and like I'm that. sure there are there are like hundreds of little details yeah, yeah, yeah. on these like backward in these uh, background bits, conversations, yeah, yeah that so, we're gonna miss if we don't. It really built this the aura of this world, and like as you said, then the mystery, like it, it felt very natural. So. All right. Okay. And actually, I just thought of another word. If okay. I may oh, hey. intervene, chaos. All right. Well, yeah. That's a good one. That's good perfectly. One. That's perfect. Yeah. That, I mean, it just that it just kind of fits the mood and you know how you're feeling while you're watching this movie and how all the characters are feeling, especially Howard. Yeah, you know, his, sure. his, that's just the constant state of his life is just chaos. I think my first one would be bludgeon. Oh, this guy. Took okay, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I didn't Google that. It's a word I know. Okay, I know what it means. That's not part of your vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, okay. And I say that because, like, I mean, you look at Howard, like, he's constantly, like, tattered. Physically, emotionally, constantly getting punched around. You know, he physically gets hurt as well. You know, the iconic poster where he has the tissues in his nose, obviously. But, like, he's constantly getting pushed around. And then that's the whole question, isn't it? Like, does he enjoy it? Does he deserve it? And, you know, that's up to the audience, obviously. But it's such a pervasive theme in the movie, I feel like. This and, is yeah, that's my first word. And, uh... Number two. I guess number two would be Cosmos. Wow. And, you know, we talked about the, the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the space, 80s synth, and obviously all that. But, like, it's almost like... And I haven't fully, like fleshed this idea out the idea of space and cosmos that are very obvious in the soundtrack it's almost like the Safdie brothers are trying to make it their own message about the significance of these events in the universe and it's just like well there's a spoiler for one part of this but i'm not going to say it right now but it's, it's this constant question of like does any of this really matter and then there's this so there's this whole like existential point and yeah like, uh realm that's going on and like obviously it sounds very fragmented because i literally just thought of this but like i don't know that's that's the that's the feeling i get okay what did you have any thoughts about that i do have one thought and this is a big side thought do you ever feel like a recording like this is very therapeutic it lets you speak you know i'm just yeah. wondering no it's definitely good this is definitely I like a good good discourse. i like the white noise from like all of our fans going on with the yeah, ac yeah. like it's actually my, my ac is my ac is going on you got that yeah, huge box, box one. That's like I feel very at peace. I could do this for hours. No, fair. We got yeah. like another. I'm down for like another two hours. So <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, no, I'm down. I'm down. If we, if we can, 
Honestly, though, if we can come up with the material, then why no, not? No, sure. We sure. could probably, probably talk about this and then another, another thing. thing. I'm, I'm totally down. down. Well, yeah, because we got to talk well, about the Oscars too. But let's yeah, let's let's let's, let's not get ahead of <laughs> here because <laughs> we can talk. We can talk. <laughs> we can talk. Uh, hmm. I wonder if anyone got that. Um, so we're wrapping up. Time to move on to spoilers. Time to move on to spoilers. Before, before, before we get to spoilers, to people who haven't seen this, please go see it. Oh, uh, bring your mama, bring your poppy, bring your. <laughs> your I, I don't know why. Bring, yeah. bring your baby, bring your baby bring brother, your new, baby yeah, bring sister. your newborn, <laughs> bring, bring your grandma, bring your grandma, uh, <laughs> your Bruno Mars, so bring your Grammys. I think for me, this would literally yeah. be a ten out of ten movie. What about you guys? Um, wow. wow. I would say at, this at least at least 9 out of 10. All right, fair. I, I would I, give it a 9 out of 10. This is the first film in a while that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. After having to sit yeah. through, I don't even want to name them. <laughs> don't don't say it. <laughs> I don't want to name the last, like, five movies I've seen in the theater. Because, yeesh. Um, but, no, definitely, this is something to watch. This is something for the ages. This is Adam Sandler's peak. Yeah. And I think yeah. I, I honestly think this will become a cult classic. Yeah, in the future, I you think know? the Academy will regret this. So, nah, <laughs> <laughs> I think you wanted me to make this point, but I can. We can talk about this later. With the what's the point of awards? So yeah, we can talk. We can talk. All right. Uh, two th- two thumbs out of two thumbs up. <laughs> two thumbs out of two. Oh man, I hope I hope Manny keeps coming on the podcast and he keeps the rating system just out of two thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's, a, that's an Ebert and Siskel. No, I can't copy that. There's, there's, there's he 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 can only give three ratings: zero thumbs, one thumb, or two thumbs. Um, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let's get on to spoilers. Let's 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 do spoilers, guys. Spoilers. Do you do like a sound effect kind of thing, like a? You know, what? I'm gonna start doing that now. Like a like a like a gun being loaded, like. <laughs> like, right, like right when you when you load up Red Dead Redemption 2 yeah you yeah, know? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like a little, a little I don't know like a Kramer sound bit like a <laughs> yow something like that would be good I don't know, I don't yeah, know. Like, like a woo, yeah when he does the thumbs up alright yeah. Yeah. alright <laughs> so yeah and then hopefully people will skip ahead to listen to yeah, the yeah. Oscars bit but alright here we go here we go so Spoilers. let's just get let's just get out of the way he dies he gets he gets he gets really he gets capped he gets he, the, he gets he dies with a smile. So yeah, he does. He does. He happy. dies with a smile. And and that's what I was gonna say about the cosmos thing was like the the outwards the ending shot where it's just it zooms into his his wound mm-hmm. and it just becomes the universe. And that soundtrack that had no right being so so ethereal, like yeah. so happy like at that moment. It's just like it lifted you. It was almost like freaking like I was saying freaking fucking. Uh, <laughs> Like binaural, like ASMR. Yeah, you know, like you are now going to sleep. Like, <laughs> so it's good shit. And yeah, so, and it's like it the like same, the same kind of scene that you saw when, first of all, when KG was looking into the opal. Oh my god, dude, that was Oof. that was that was a that was a moment. That whole like, like they flick through all those like pictures. That was something else. Yeah, yeah and yeah. It, it was cool how they like. It's like the pictures from off the top of my head were like the origin of the stone. Like you see the Ethiopian workers, mm-hmm. and you Slayer. see like you see KG's like childhood photos. I think yeah. too. And it's just like what the hell, and it's insane because you're experiencing what he is, and it's I don't know, so good. <laughs> um, yeah. 
No, that glass break, that glass break was great. I really like that. That was that's the first time you felt you realized that you were like, oh shit, my heart, like, I just like yeah, maybe heart skipped a beat. Yeah. All right. So now that we're going to like full on spoilers, um, I would say let's let's take the plot from the very beginning and we can kind of talk about the themes of like anxiety as we go along. Okay. Yeah. It starts out, and I want to get your guys' thoughts on this because I'm not sure about the meaning. But it ties into that whole like cosmos thing that we were talking about before. You guys remember the movie didn't start off with Adam Sandler. It started off oh, with the right. Ethiopian miners. I like that a lot. That whole thing. and like how how they found the gem and like what was going on. It just and shows so, like, you. We talked about this. Like some people just have an indifference to other people's struggles. As in talking about Lukey. Uh, I don't remember his name. Orange sweater guy. His Lakeith his name. wife. <laughs> Oh, you mean his name in the movie? No, yeah, I don't know his name. <laughs> uh, wait, I have it right here, bro. Okay, Lakeith Stanfield, Damani. Damani. Damani, okay. But, like, do you think, do you think Adam Sandler cares that the whole the mining industry is just so so ruthless? To no, other dude, he, he, all he did was see that, that shit on the History Channel, and then he just ordered it. Those two guys were just trying to get rid of us. They were just trying to sell a stone. Like, everyone had his, at least in this film, I feel like... Everyone has their own mindset, and that's everyone why everyone has their own motives. Yes, there's. Yeah. It's that's it's why like every man so. for himself. Yeah, and that's why, like, first right off the bat, they throw you into this. Oh, this guy just came out with his fucking leg. His is is that your femur? I don't know what it is. I don't know bones. I don't remember AP. I don't remember anatomy. His femur sticking out of it, out of his leg. Yeah, you're just like Jesus yeah. Christ. And, um, like. It's like people have suffered yeah, for what? to get this stone into Adam Sandler's hands. For, for, for a yeah. stone. That he's and that goes back into what I'm saying about the idea of the cosmos and like significance. Mm-hmm. What is what is the worth? Is what they went through worth what he went through? Because he went through some shit too. I'm not saying yeah. it's comparable. I'm just saying that <laughs> these are the these are the questions that they're trying to pose in the audience's yeah. mind. Yeah, they took his underwear and, and okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I want the underwear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were surfing your pool. <laughs> okay, so continuing in this chronological order, which is no, a very good idea, no. Ben. Next, um, next thing. This is what I was, well, I was talking about. A moment of relief. And you don't realize it till later. It was It was very placid when those two guys, I don't know, they, were, they got the stone when they're looking at it. Yeah. That aside. And then it kind of zooms into the stones. In, and then, it, and then right, you right. come out... Of Adam Sandler's ass. <laughs> it's a colon. <laughs> that was that was. It, that it was, zooms that in on the stone. You get like cosmos stuff, and then it zooms back out, and they're they're literally giving him a <laughs> rectal fucking exam. I don't know, like a prostate exam. Yeah, colonoscopy. Yeah, colonoscopy. Yeah. So I I don't know how important that is to the plot, but basically, yeah. So now you get to look at Adam Sandler's life. And this is where the theme of stress comes in. Yeah. And just how well this is portrayed through yeah. the scenes and the writing and especially the acting. Yeah, this movie is not here to hold your hand and make you feel good, you know? <laughs> this movie's here for you to, like, It's here for you to be on the edge of your seat with your hands sweating and your heart pounding, like Manny was saying. I'm like, oh, it's just... <laughs> I remember What's my that? second word now. <laughs> You could go ahead. God damn it, it was thumping. You thump your your body. Oh, okay. That's a good one. All right. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. All right. Next. Next. But 
I thought you were gonna. Sorry, I thought you were gonna start, Ben. No, no, yeah. Oh, I was gonna start. Yeah, you're the, you're the leader of the plot. No, no, he. It's just because he cleared his his yeah, ben. throat. <laughs> No, go, there's no order. There's no go order. Gadget. Go gadget. Go go go. <laughs> Becker. Becker. Are we gonna get all this out? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe not. All right. Maybe well, parts whatever. of it. Parts of it. Just like the funny parts will stay. You know. Like what, whatever you decide. Decide. King Sharif. All right. King Sharif. <laughs> Lord Sharif. Whoa. Please, Lord Sharif is my father. Please. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm Prince Nabil then. Oh. Oh. Speaking of uncut, <coughs> uncut who? <laughs> uh, uncut. This is not good sex. This is just This is just. Wait, are we, are we, are we talking about uncut dicks now? <laughs> what? Okay. How, how, did, how did we get a circumcision? I, I I'm confused. All right. I think we had enough of your jokes. That's the. <laughs> That's not fun. All right. Okay. 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 Chronologically, we get introduced to this high-paced lifestyle, the jewelry store. First scene, KG shows up. Insanity ensues. <laughs> what a yeah. fight going on? Yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, but we don't know the stakes. We just know it's like like these. Yeah, yeah. Just like the that's true. Like we we don't know the stakes yet. We just got like holy shit. There's this literal famous basketball player. He's coming in. But you can already tell. This guy, Adam Sandler Howard, he he has a lot of money passing through his hands and a lot of valuable shit. You can already tell in the beginning he's a bit of a scummy dude. Like he, oh, yeah. just the way he talks to people. The way he, I don't know. Just, the way like he dresses. <laughs> yeah, like I really middle-aged like Jewish Lando. Like what's going yeah, the on? Yellows, I I don't know. I probably not. But it would be funny if this becomes like a a Halloween item. I don't see it doing that, but... I like, do it. I do it in an instant. It's <laughs> <laughs> God's so, here. Um, definitely, you get Adam on the streets. It's unfiltered noise. You hear the you hear the honking. You hear the, the peddlers. Because the, he's, he's in the Diamond District. He's... I don't know. Like, yeah. Free, free. So, yeah. And it's almost... It's almost indicative of, like... I don't know. Manny knows this better than anybody else, but, like, the classic New Yorker kind of like, hey, I'm walking here. Like... Yeah, yeah. Just walking down the street, going to your job. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Well, that's the... Uh, the spirit in the beginning mm-hmm. it begins to show as something more indicative of his personality once we get through that KG scene I just feel like you maybe you don't pick this up right away but you can he's the kind of guy like he's always thinking he's always thinking about the next the next hit the next this he's, he's just always yeah, two steps ahead yeah. yeah so you get into you get into the uh, KMH jeweler store okay so when when KG is looking into that stone right we talked about that but like yeah. the moment that that glass breaks you, you very well that. yeah so that jewelry store first scene we get introduced to KG uh, we get introduced to Damani we get introduced to Julia okay we also we talk- get introduced even though I, I didn't I don't know how big of a role they would play the two thugs I don't know their names Gary not Gary here you want me to check I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a little check thing one and thing two yeah uh, because they're, the, they're the ones you, you the first like phys, phys, physicality is that I think it's so, gooey yeah, and Gary. Gooey and Gooey. I think it's gooey and Gary. Gooey and Gary. It says it like a <laughs> <laughs> Wait, maybe maybe it's okay. Well, the choices are Phil, Gooey, or Gary. All right, we'll go All right, with Gooey right. and Gary. It's like, like, 
sounds like some like, like, can, like the guy that merma mermaid man doing... and barnacle yeah dish. exactly that sounds like a 2008 episode of spongebob right there okay all right i'll look it up in the meantime but you guys go ahead so gooey <laughs> no ben I'll, I'll let you take the take the wheel here all right well yeah i mean in that scene you just i mean i don't i don't think are they in the original the first jewelry store scene i think they come yes in the they were i don't think so they no, were they're, sure? they're the first people you see because they're fighting with um kg's like kg's boys oh yes you're right so you're right. oh that's, right <laughs> they they there's something else <laughs> this is something yeah. else some, some goose right. watch it there so yeah basically though i mean moving moving on a little bit from this first scene basically i just want to talk about like the atmosphere and how they build it throughout the film and like we keep mentioning, that atmosphere of, like, stress. You know, somebody's, just throughout the film, somebody's always talking, somebody's always shouting. You know, people are constantly trying to talk over each other. That's that's the city for you, and that's probably the whole, that's yeah. the Diamond District, so it's... Yeah, you know, you, just you moving through crowded spaces. I don't know, there's there's always something going on, and it, it's yeah, like... A lot to process. I think that's intentional, and I think that's really masterful. artful, masterful. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's just trying to do what they need to survive, and yeah. it's all happening at the same time in enclosed spaces in a crowded city. So can we get a can we get a, a little clap track for uh, the Safety Brothers? Because all right, the first thing I've seen of, this is the first thing I've seen of them. Yeah, I mean, you cool. guys should definitely watch Good Time if you yeah. haven't seen it. Okay, I have not. It's uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's also on piratebay3.org so. One of them looks like he's stinky Another one looks like a, looks like he's in a fraternity But like I, I, I vibe with him so. No, they're cool, they're cool Actually, I mean, Nabil, you know, he, he knows them They're cool I know, I'm friends with, I'm friends with them The Safdie No, but Benny Safdie was actually a supporting character at Good Time oh, And it's really or fratty? I don't know if I want to validate that with a response no, I'm but sorry. <laughs> The one with the no. hat or the one with No, okay. He's the one with glasses okay, and yeah. not a beard. <laughs> and he plays, not to get into it too much, but he, he does a really good job. He plays like an autistic guy and Robert Pattinson's brother. But definitely watch it. Watch Good Time. It's similar spirit, but a different topic almost. If you like this, you'll definitely like that. Okay. And we could talk a little bit about that more later. But Back yeah, the, the actually, I think that their names are Phil. Phil was the one who killed him, I think. Okay. And Nico was the other one. Yeah. Oh, okay. So who's so Gooey not, and Louie? So not Gooey and Gary. <laughs> <laughs> the, I don't know. On on Google it says Gooey and Gary. <laughs> Wait, were Man. those were those two two other guys that he owed money to? Oh, like Gooey, those, yeah, Gooey, no, 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 no. Gooey is his father-in-law. Oh. And Gary oh, was the the, the guy the who guy goes to the auction for him. No. Okay. No, because no, remember he says, I disagree, Gary. Gary's the guy who's like, that's the dumbest fucking bet I've ever heard. Yeah, that's Gary. I'm talking about Gooey, bro. Oh, yeah, Gooey, Gooey, Gooey. His father-in-law, he's at the uh, party with him, Judd too. Judd Hirsch, Judd Hirsch, can we get a clap? Judd Hirsch. Let's go clap for Judd Hirsch in here. Oh, yeah, so. Yeah, well, any guys, quick side side thing. And Any sound effect you want, you name it, I'll, I'll put it in post, bro. You, put it you just right, got to say right. it. Go ahead, Try name anything, I do it. Um... Pete Davidson. Okay. Okay. It's um, done. I want you to. I want you to edit in your uh, a full voiceover of you doing the uh, Joker scene in Suicide Squad. <laughs> I can tell you meant that. I think. I think that'll be a bonus episode. I think all right, all right. A full thing. Yeah. So you have any sponsors on this show, or is this full full art? Um, I actually, if I wanted to, I could actually add uh, sponsored. No, seriously, I could actually add oh, sponsored yeah, yeah. segments and like make two cents. 
but really a majority a majority of my episodes don't have enough plays and aren't long enough where I would benefit from setting that up. But if I ever start to make like 45 minute long episodes and I have more than 15 I mean, people hey, watch, listen. Yeah, but who's going to listen to This is a charity live stream. <laughs> yeah. Charity Manny, and, Manny and I actually did a charity live stream a few weeks ago, but we didn't we didn't have any. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was like three hours long. No. Alright, let's get back All into right, it. Let's, right. yeah, let's get back let's get back to the movie. We're gonna have to cut some of that. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too, too much banter. So was there any point in this movie where because okay a lot of people it's very 50 50 like manny was saying earlier that where people got really uncomfortable and almost didn't like the movie because of those high levels of stress that we're talking about was there any point where you personally got uncomfortable enough where you're like uh, i don't really i don't really know but then you absolutely kinda, yeah, absolutely not i, no, I loved it yeah. all the way through I, hmm. for, for me, when it comes to watching a film, I, I don't want to... I'm there till the end, unless it's some... Like a, okay, like a, a, like a rom-com rom or, you know, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This no, I completely agree. It's just that yeah. this idea that people are hating it just for that and for no yeah, other that's, reason, that's seemingly, unfair. That's it blows like, my mind. It's because you're used to watching <laughs> Chipmunks and Squeakles, <laughs> Chipwreck, <laughs> and Roach. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, uh, yeah, I was wondering if any of you felt that way, but all right, it looks like we're all on hey, the same page. Hey, there you go. All right, all right. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Back, back to the, to the plot, because I mean, it just kind of blends together because it happens so fast. Yeah, um, I mean, we can we can go and talk about the ending for a little bit. Okay. Okay. because so, like, I mean, first of all, were either of you expecting him to die at the end? Well, mm, well, not when the. Uh, I mean. Once he locks them into that area, and the basketball scene gets about a quarter way through, you're, I, for personally for me, like I knew something was gonna happen. Yeah. But I didn't think that he was gonna die. It's with these yeah. kind of movies, you always have that mindset: oh, people are gonna die because that's what movies. Otherwise, movies wouldn't be, you know. So, yeah. at the same time, I was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm like something's gonna happen at the end. Something's gonna happen. And when something did happen, I, I, I thoroughly. Yeah, enjoyed it. It wasn't like ah, oh, that you know they they were gonna do that anyways. Like that, this was like I kind of wanted them. This this had to happen because otherwise he would be. He would yeah, story wise, story wise, this needed to this happen guy, because yeah. it was you know more or less deserved. And it it's it's that it's that idea that your actions have consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was definitely a big part of the story. I don't know. I just thought it was really good how they like they almost have like this. This they start building up this narrative where it's like, oh, look, the basketball—it's all going well, you know, everything's finally working out for them, and they like almost build it up like, like it's gonna be a happy ending in that final oh, yeah. scene. The music does that too. It's, yeah, the music does that. Like, but, and you don't—it just once again goes to show you those two guys were indifferent the whole time. They were just looking to hit the store. So, yeah, and like because they killed their boss too. They yeah. killed Arno. They fucking. <laughs> So it's not they. The Safdie brothers took what would be otherwise a, a a a shitty, just like oh come on like why'd you do that kind of plot point you know that trope of oh let's kill let's let's shoot him in the end and they took it to a level where it just proves their point. This whole film of yeah. indifference and and this hole you you dig yourself into when you so live your actions of consequences yeah. and so, just. Like the meaning and how people fit into the universe. Pretty good way to sum it up. 
Yeah, I'd say. So um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Yeah, any I, strands or? I got a segment. What was the? Uh, what was your favorite line? <laughs> there I mean, obviously, I, I think I think everyone's favorite line is, "Holy shit, I'm gonna come." Can you say that again? I didn't hear you. Say say it again louder for oh, for holy one. Holy shit, I'm dead. gonna come. <laughs> What are some other memorable quotes? How about like, okay, obviously we all know this is how I went. Okay, classic, right? This is how I went. The ones like, the ones I disagree. You know, I disagree. Like the quotes, how you base it off is what you're saying with your friends. What you what your friends say, you know, post movie when, when you guys are just having conversation and you have a line. <laughs> and I start I started this shit is a good one. Yeah, no, and I think yeah. that. Just like, just as Pulp Fiction was for people of that era, yeah. I honestly think that I'm gonna be using these lines with you, you know, you guys yeah, and yeah. my friends <laughs> for a long, yeah. for a very long time. For you know, a while, at least. Yeah. The whole part with the inserts was pretty. Oof, that 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 was cringe moment number twenty-seven. I think at that point. <laughs> a good cringe. Good cringe, cringe moment. <laughs> Uh, what, uh, what about the club scene with the weekend? Club scene, club scene. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. I just thought of another good line. The weekend, it's good one. Yeah, yeah that's a good line. Uh, but also, like, yeah, I never resurfaced anything. <laughs> you know, we're, we're a bunch of morons. That's a good one. When he's, he's like, "Where are you guys going for the summer?" Ah, uh, we're thinking of going to Europe. Get some culture in here. You know, raising a bunch of morons. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh yeah, he just calls his kids dumb. <laughs> That was good. Do you think they played a... Think, a, a oh, oh, no, I really I liked the whole part with... He had to take his kid up to the bathroom. That was... That, that was, was good. Cringe, that was cringe that was moment number, like, 18.6 right there. That was... <laughs> dog. Yeah, uh, and then his kid, like, finds out that he's cheating on his wife. Like, what do you got to think about okay. your dad at that point? And I think the... Okay, so the best way I can describe good time to you is, like, that whole scene where he has to take his kid up there, deal with the implications of all that. That's basically all of good time. And that kind of... I mean, I can't go into it without spoiling it, but just watch Good Time. Please watch Good Time. All right, I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll put it on my list. Yeah. Next to Baby Driver. I still need to watch Baby Driver. All right, can I cap on you guys? I mean, not cap on you guys. I thought yeah, Baby Driver cap. was okay. It was like it was like fun. Yes, like, thank you. I didn't think that was, it was like. I mean, still watch it, Ben. You have every right to still watch it. Don't get me started on Marriage Story. I mean, I, I just... Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not expecting Baby Driver to be like a fantastic movie. I'm just I just heard the soundtrack was really fucking good. It's if you like throwing in songs <laughs> I guess. No. Every kudos to kudos to Edgar. whoever was in that what's his name? Hansel. Aunt Hansel and Gret Gretel, or whatever his name is. Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel. Hats off to Hats off to Hansel and Gretel. They did a really good show. <laughs> Hansel, um, whatever his, whatever. They really gained weight for the role. I mean, damn. <laughs> no, a little wasn't there fairy tale joke there. Came out this year. Yeah, there was. But I'm thinking of Hansel and Gretel with wife beater and wife beater and another girl. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So. <laughs> He's speaking, of course, about Jeremy Renner. We don't do that here. All right. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, uncut gems. Uncut gems. Masterpiece. Like. Definitely. It was definitely a work. Masterpiece. This wasn't your um, typical Maleficent Mistress of Evil. This was. This was. This I mean, something else. The quote. Toby. I feel. I feel honestly like very fortunate that 2019 was 
a year where I got, in my opinion, two masterpieces. Uncut Gems this. and The Lighthouse. Alright, alright, quick look. Are you ready for a nice transition? Right. Yeah. Two masterpieces, neither of which got a fucking Oscar nomination. Well, did, did either got... of them get Shut anything? up, Manny. Okay, Shut but if we're being up. technical. <laughs> well, if we're being technical, Lighthouse didn't get a nomination. <laughs> for fucking uh, uh, cinematography, which is fine. Did it even yeah. win? No. no, it didn't. 1971. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, the Academy likes... They get a real big heart on when people use one-shot movies. And, and, <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Birdman was great. Yeah, no, that's what exactly what I was telling Manny yesterday. It was like, okay, I love Birdman, yes. but one-shot you know does saying, not like, equal... Cinematography. I mean, I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna say I don't think I didn't watch enough movies this year to really have an in-depth discussion about the Oscars, but I saw Lighthouse and I saw Uncut Gems, and that's and all. Both of these movies were fantastic, and that's the way. I don't know how they didn't. I don't know how they didn't get nominated for best movie. I don't know if we're ready for this whole fuck awards. Keep repping. Keep repping yourself. Speech, but I'll save that for like the the, the last two hours. Okay. <laughs> Last two hours of our live stream. <laughs> are we ready to get to Oscar? I mean, if we have nothing else to say about Uncut Gems, besides... I, I, I think... What do you think? Okay, what do you uh, think, Manny? Do well, I something think? I was thinking about in terms of just a little thought I had was, like, I love the depiction of New York. Okay. I feel like it's very classic, kind of 70s vibe almost. Interesting. I get um, where you're going here with, um, I recently watched Taxi Driver before my uh oh, before my nap. <laughs> I think I had to take a nap after that, but like, I, I kind of get where you're going with the 70s. A lot of films that came out in the 70s relating to the city were very, they, sh- they blended a lot of the boroughs and the people and yeah. the filth and the sex. And, and specifically, the, Specifically in in contrast to Taxi Driver, because Taxi Driver in New York is like oh that was gr- gritty underworld like sorry captain bro because I think Taxi was Atlanta what Taxi Taxi Driver oh no I'm thinking of Baby Driver oops that's cr- that's the- <laughs> dude that's a that's, that's a cringe moment number one what the hell is there a, you should have a sound effect dude. For cringe moments on yeah there you go because this guy just this guy just tried to say that taxi driver took no, place in atlanta i'm thinking i'm thinking baby i thought you were talking about baby driver with hansel and gretel i'm sorry no no right, no keep going, keep hansel going. And keep going. um as i was saying jeez uh disgusting interruption new york new york city seen in ways that haven't been seen since films in the 1970s sure because the city i feel like it's been like so cleaned up and Gentrified and homogenous. It's like it's like there's so much that goes on at the street level, so much chaos. But yeah, there's it's still not, it's just it's not as outright as um, taxi driver. No, <laughs> no, as outright. No, yeah, exactly. That's, 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 it's not as because it focuses on certain parts where like like taxi driver. You can talk about it. On, you can talk about it about that time. Putney. There's a. I, I don't even. That's a that's another episode, but like they show, they they're pretty straight up about their stuff. But this was focused on the jewelers and the bedding and the yeah so yeah yeah. Any final thoughts, Ben? Um, we actually we're almost we should cap it at an hour and then get into whatever else we need to. Yeah, I'm 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 just I don't I don't have any other thoughts. All right, I guess that means we can talk about the awards season. The killing season. The killing season. We mentioned that two great films were not considered for any substantial awards or any awards and we can talk about the 
within 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 our local audience. When I say local audience, I say the Nog marriage story between Joker. And <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Marriage Story, Ben? No. I see. I haven't watched enough movies this year to really participate in this conversation. I think we could talk on a surface level, not getting. Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna get anything specific, but like, uh, what, what, what do you want to say, Manny? Because like, I think you and I agree on this, so I don't know what. I'll go. I'll start with Marriage Story. So I watched that. I watched that in my room. Um, oh, me too. Actually, I feel. I'm gonna. Should I head out? Because I don't. I don't want to get any spoilers. Oh no no! I'm not gonna get no, any spoilers. We're not gonna spoil. We just wanted to just, just quickly okay. cover it. Yeah. This is down to performances and how this relates to the 20 other divorce. No. <laughs> But <laughs> so, so I think it was. Um, he's not wrong. Divorce is divorce and family yeah, is no. something that can be that can really that touches everyone within what you think about your parents and with with them and marriage story. It's marriage. That's like it's like Toy Story. Straight up, straight up. It's straight up. It's marriage story. So I mean, I really, they did it. I think they did a good job of painting a little picture of a little family here. Between ScarJo and Adam Driver. And their okay, kid. Manny, stop, stop footing around because I agree. I agree. It's great. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful depiction. Probably, you know, the best depiction of divorce and this kind mm. of emotion. No, one of the best. I didn't say. Sorry. Sure, sure. <laughs> one of the best. Before. Sure. I agree. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's not a bad movie. But also, if you're talking about like, but this is not to this, this is not, not to, 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 to trivialize or to like, like to p- compare people's divorces, but like this was a pretty. <laughs> It sounds messed, messed up, up, but this is a pretty mild, mild divorce because you only ever got to see one point where they broke and to argue. Yeah, the kid was happy. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that was my issues. Like, Adam, I really, I really like Adam Driver, and yes, I really felt his energy in that in that one scene. But I feel like they could have gone a little bit more. Yeah, this was it was mild. It was entertaining. It was mild. It was mild. I think if you want to talk about a subject like this, there definitely it can get it can get a lot louder. Is what I'm gonna say. Yes, thank you. So. Still watch, watch it, Ben? I, I would yeah, still watch it. Still watch yeah, it. I yeah. still recommend it. I don't know why everyone... I, well, it's just... <laughs> I caught flack, Ben. Ben, I basically caught flack yeah, yeah, from yeah. Evan because I thought like that Joker... Show. I thought Joker was a better overall film that did something new and different and creative. Which I haven't so. seen Joker. Alright, what, what movies <laughs> do I need to see this year? From this uh, past year? Joker. Marriage Joker. <laughs> And Parasite. I need to see Parasite. Yeah, those are probably the three essentials, I'd say. And Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> Have you seen Knives Out? No, I haven't. Definitely see that. Yeah, sure. That's a, All right. You'll see your boy, Keith Stanfield, in another role there. So. You, know what? I, you know what I did just see? Probably, probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, Birds of Prey. <laughs> you actually saw it? I actually saw it, yeah. Interesting. Pirate or... <laughs> All right, listen, listen. It was. I mean, no, no cap. I yeah. kind of want to see it. It seems entertaining, to be honest. It was okay. Was it good cinema? No, probably no, not. No. Was it entertaining? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was just just violent enough to be funny, and then Harley Quinn was hot. <laughs> there you go. I mean, what Damn. more can you ask for, really? That's true. I mean. I mean like, like, I'm not, not one to jump on the Birds of Prey because I'm not a Birds of Prey fan. I remember when they had they had a show like yeah, <laughs> 15 years ago. That shit was ranky, stinky, stinky. <laughs> yeah, it didn't even yeah. make sense. Like, they had powers that they didn't yeah, weren't supposed know. to have, and like, like obviously, like here we are talking about it. And no one remembers. It. I just, 
I guess like oh I'm sure there are Birds of Prey fans out there there are definitely Harley Quinn fans out there for sure I mean those oh there are plenty so guys guys we keep saying it wrong it's called Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn that's the full title is there gonna be a part two I'm never probably We just call the, what do we call this movie? Just call it Harley, Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn Harley Quinn the movie. Harley, Harley Quinn the movie plus three other girls. One and a half of which would. So how was how was Leto in this one? He wasn't in it. <laughs> you have Do you have any Do you have any cool spoilers for us? Like J- uh, Jared Leto wasn't in it. Aww. <laughs> Is there? Do you do you want me to spoil the movie? Is there anything you could really spoil that's like surprising or? Is well, I'm gonna be honest. I don't even remember most of the movie. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna, it's just. I guess when they beat Black Mask, he probably like I I don't even remember who the villain is. Was it Black Mask? I don't know. What? That's that's, that's how little I processed that movie, dude. It was it was just a bunch of people getting their legs broken, and then so Harley Quinn was the most attractive. Who was the second most attractive bird of prey? Um, the the voice one. Huh? The one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look up birds of prey. <laughs> black, black, black canary. Bird of- yes. Oh, all right. Is that the girl that was in Sky High and Final Destination? And yeah, she she kind of hot though. I mean, yeah, bro, I, I've been I've been standing here since five, bro. I'm yeah, I guess happy. Black Canary. Where, where where is this podcast going? <laughs> okay, now we're gonna rate the Birds of Prey. Uh, okay, now let's talk about um. What were we talking? Oh, movies of the year, basically. Yeah, basically. So, what movies came out this year? Let's pull up a little bit of a list let's, let's get the same list going like all of us both the same thing so we're looking at the same i mean i was just gonna use google yeah, yeah that's fine <laughs> movies of 2019 google looking at parasite yep. hollywood irish and stuff. okay let's let's start from the bottom bottom as talking about going to 2019 fantasy movies and just kind of like let's just we're not gonna last long we're just gonna say am or what to each of them i think would be good all right um i will be back potty break i have to yeah i have to go and take a potty break <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is good. Like, I like. You wanna, we're 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 reinventing. You guys, you guys can talk about uh, the series movies since I didn't see sure. much <laughs> We're reinventing the format of podcasting. <laughs> there are no potty. There are no potty breaks to talk about birds of prey. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll be back. Okay. Um. So I'm looking at Toy Story Four right now. Um. What? Listen, I love Toy Story a lot, but I'm not gonna see it because I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I, mean, I, can, and I don't I have my summary in the hotel room that one night. So yeah, and like I don't have an attachment, so I don't want to see it anyway. But like I do have an attachment, and I respect it enough that I don't want to watch it. Yeah, because Toy Story three wrapped it up perfectly. Three, end game. Ooh, that's a. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. For what I think we talked about this a little bit, but like for what it was, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like. It wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't in the theater like tearing my hair out, you know. But like, <laughs> as a superhero um, movie, nah, it did bro. its job, nah, bro. Get out of here. It did, it did its job of fulfilling this MCU arc. Oh sh- yeah. Okay. I, sure. I guess I don't care. But like, <laughs> I think for me, don't don't at, don't at me, bro. My my for whatever level of fanaticism I had with MCU just died with Civil War. I, I passed that. Shazam. I don't. It was decent. It was, was an interesting watch because my sister's like, "Let's just watch it." And I had some Little Caesars that night, so I, I like, I'm not, I'm not in the bougie mood, you know. I'm, I realize I'm, I'm eating here, and I'm watching here, so it's cute. I mean, 
Let's, let's, let's bring your ten-year-old to the movies, kind of flick. So yeah, it was fine. Kid in Kid in the King. Are you, are you seeing Kid in the King? Because I'm seeing Kid in the King. Yeah, I'm sorry. My list is okay. Hell kid in the boy. King. Okay, yeah, you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> kid in the King. Apparently, it was not bad. It's a retail. Okay, we're gonna skip that. <laughs> can we just do? Can we just do movies that we've seen? Fine. fine. Let's go. Let's go up to um, 2019 dramas. It's pretty packed. Um, okay, Joker. Oh, shit. Joker baby. Joker baby. I think I heard a zoom actually in the back there. You love zoom. It's, it's, it's a trip. It's a trip. Let's be back. Uh, <laughs> if, if you if you want, we can have a we can have a fourth guest on to yes yes give his give his. How is that gonna work? <laughs> um, Cooper Cooper takes my headphones. Oh, wait, Cooper. If if he wants. Yes, I want Cooper on. The bill says he wants you on. Okay, I'm not very good at talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you just talk to him a little just bit. Just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. You've seen this year and stuff. Okay. Just a touch. This is great. Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> We're completely reinventing <laughs> broadcasting on levels that have never been foreseen. By yeah, it's it just become a shitty Skype call. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I know that it's a regular Skype call in this oh. shitty podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Um, um, um. Now that I'm <laughs> just something to think about. <laughs> Did anyone see Midway? Okay, Cooper. Basically, right now. I don't now. think anyone on Earth saw Midway, man. I didn't even know that came out. <laughs> Cooper, well, wait, wait. We need to hear Cooper's thoughts because yes, yes. What did you think Your of thoughts on what? The okay. Let's start off with this. What were your favorite movies of this past year? Uh, Parasite and Little Women, far ahead of everything. Although I didn't see Lighthouse. Okay, okay, you're missing out. Um, yeah. What did you think of? So, so I've heard, heard about three thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not gonna stop. <laughs> uh, what did you think of Uncut Gems? Uncut Gems was also fantastic, but not quite as good as those two. It's like one tier down with probably Midsummer director's cut. Wow. wow. Hot so takes. what exactly was it that puts Parasite and Little Women so far ahead of these other movies? And more so, just based on what we're saying, why is Uncut Gems not of that caliber? Um, I mean, it's it just is, that Uncut Gems is missing, missing something, something, and it's and that, it's like, like, Parasite and Little Women were, for me, like, oh, sure. are both, like, in the short list of best movies I've ever seen. It's all personal preference. Like, sometimes you just like... Oh, yeah, no, I'm... Uh, you yeah. like the feel of a movie. It's like, Parasite, for me, was, like, as impressive a directorial accomplishment as there ever has been, period. Because he made a movie that, like, seamlessly, halfway through, switched from a family drama comedy into a horror thriller without feeling, like, disjointed at all. Yeah, that's true. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, I would agree. Definitely a well-deserved best picture. I'd yeah, say. it was. I and I will say I did not think that they would give it to yeah. Parasite, especially after he won best director and best foreign picture. I thought it was gonna go to like 1917. <laughs> did either of you see that? No, and I don't plan to. I, don't know. I, just, I feel like it's just gonna. I feel like it's gonna end up being a movie that like leans on a gimmick instead of being a movie. Yeah. yeah. And there's yeah. no, I feel like this post made by boyhood again. <laughs> it's just like I feel like war movies don't really have much more room to grow that we've seen yeah. almost all aspects. It's like I saw Dunkirk however many years ago. I don't need to see nineteen seventy. Yeah. 
exactly. Wait, for you, does Uncut Gem, it was Uncut Gems better than Parasite? Oof, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Personally, say it, say it, say it. Personally, if I was like, okay, which movie am I going to sit down and rewatch? I'm probably rewatch Uncut Gems first. Wow. I already watched Parasite twice, so it is what it is. Yeah, no, I think that just when it comes down to that level, it's personal choice because of how different they are. Because, like, I think we we, res- we can both respect, like, how well-made they both are and, you know, acting, casting, uh, writing. Yo, no, I thought they were both, like, absolutely tremendous. I'm not trying to take anything away from oh, the yeah. gems. I just, I just love Parasite like, more than I can express. Yeah, so I think once we, like, recognize the technical masterpiece of that sense... It just comes down to, like, preference yeah. and what kind of I movie you want to watch. I don't think I can really, off the top of my head, think of a movie that pulls off the whole, like, overwhelming and stressful but still making sense thing like Uncut Gems does. That was remarkable. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we've been speaking I'm trying, about. I'm trying, what other movies do it? Exactly. Uh, well, I mean, they made... Have you seen Good Time? Have you seen the Safdie Brothers' first film, Good Time? I haven't. Okay, it's very It's similar. the same thing. It's not the same thing. It's a different premise, but the same, like, tension and anxiety. And it's just their first go at it. And that I shit think is awesome. It's great. It's wonderful. And, like, Robert Pattinson is in it. He does a really good job. I pulled, I up, a pulled up a list of the most stressful movies, movies you'll ever watch. watch. Um, yeah. Gravity. Okay. okay. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I mean, Nightcrawler was a little skin crawling, but I don't know. Nightcrawler was... I Nightcrawler was yeah it was less overwhelming though, yeah, more yeah. than it was just like Jake He's, Gyllenhaal made it very stressful yeah by being oh, a god a movie I really like and I, there were like one or two parts where you felt that stress was prisoners with him and Hugh Jack and that's a great movie I did not see that you, you I don't want to say I don't want to spoil it because it's really it's really there are parts like that that you feel that so but nothing uncut gems is from start to finish so this is kind of a non sequitur, but I'm gonna do the hot take. Nightcrawler, if Jake Gyllenhaal had been good instead of great, would have been like a six or a seven. I don't think the movie yeah, itself was yeah, all that yeah. impressive. It was him. It, he's like, like it was a it was a decent movie with like one of the better performances I've ever. It's because of it's it's one of those it's it's the individual in that case. Really. I am a whore for Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah, dude. a degree Donnie that Darko. I can hardly express. Um, Zodiac. <laughs> oh my god. Uh no. <laughs> You guys see Terminator Dark Fate? I did not. <laughs> Weird. All right, well, Shockingly. Manny, we gotta we gotta cut Cooper in on our discussion of Marriage Story. Oh, Joker. Uh, I liked Marriage Story a lot. Yeah, personally. I liked it too. Me too. <laughs> like, All right, that's I, enough. I, that's I, enough. I feel like there's something I'm missing something here. Missing. Yeah. No, there's no sarcasm. I did like it, but okay. So basically. <laughs> I'm I'm catching a lot of flack from from old Evan Lamolier because or? because I told him that well I think and I'm restating this in the podcast so I hope people don't mind but it's a very entertaining movie it's one of the one of the best movies to talk about divorce and that message and bring that emotion Adam Driver had a great performance Scarlett Johansson had a pretty good performance I don't think it was I like Scarlett I I always like Scarlett she has yeah. a nice voice and that's pretty much all I need. Oh, well. I mean, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I tried like four times. I don't know. That, it had a really great script, is what I will say. Interesting. A great script, I think. I mean, personally, I just... I, no, I don't think it's a bad script. I don't know if I saw it as really great. And these are the kind of like sentiments that I was sharing with Evan. And then Evan just went ballistic. 
Really? I don't know. For me, it's like it was like not the most incredible movie by any means in terms of like yeah the story stuff. It was all good, but I think that just like the dialogue, the way it was written, made all the characters feel very very real. Yeah, I agree with that. No, yeah, I'm a big dialogue boy. Also, I don't think Laura Dern deserved. Yeah, she did not deserve. I don't Absolutely know. not. Florence Pugh did. Florence Pugh. All right, who's baking cookies? Uh, <laughs> Florence Pugh also deserved best leading actress for Midsummer, without a question. Interesting. I have yet to see. Even, this. That was, even, general... even better than Saoirse Ronan and, and Little Women. This is just a general A twenty four snub, though. Like there, I feel like there was not enough representation overall. Yeah, we, of course. Uh, that's uh, just inarguable, that's just... really. In nineteen seventeen, come on. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I just can't I speak on 1917. I didn't see it, and same no, goes for Joker because I, I yeah. wanna, I wanna hate on all of Joker's nominations, but I just no. haven't seen it. So and I can't. also, I, I don't know about you, Neville. I don't, I really like Joker, but I f- they should have cleared up some space for other movies. No, I Joker. T- what do you? Yeah, so. of course I agree, dude. No, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I like think, Joker, though. What do I think Joker deserved? I think Joker definitely deserved Best Actor. I think it deserved. What competition was there for best actor? Like, I'm thinking through all the best movies, and none of them had, like, a strong male lead. Well, Lighthouse, but... Ex- <laughs> Lighthouse, I, once again. <laughs> the, one I, the one I didn't see, bro. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I just, I don't want to keep saying, I gotta say it. I can't let... Not I know. Uh, I'll watch it when it, like, comes out somewhere. I just couldn't get around to it, just yeah. the way it went. If we're talking about Gemini Man, that was, like, a double whammy there for Will Smith, but whatever. It is what it is. Sure. All right. <laughs> that is whisking me away. I think I might be back. We might be back? Question mark. Yeah. I think. Oh, I hope so. We're trying to make this go as long as we can. I need, I need to get food. I'm hungry. I, I need to get food. food. Wait, you guys want to chomp it? Can we not? I don't think so. Okay, I kind of want to go to chomp it right now. I'm not going to chomp it. Chomp is really far away from us, Manny. No, I'm telling the bills. Like, I kinda yeah, this is really quality shit for the podcast, Manny. Bro, I want to go to chomp it. This has been Filmat. Or me being like, yeah, I want to keep going, and then everyone going, oh, y'all hungry. I'm hungry, bro. No, you're making me hungry talking about this. these movies, no? I mean... Stop. Oh, also, I just recently watched The Farewell, and I liked it, but I was so disappointed because it could have been so much better. Interesting. Because it had the pieces of a great movie and instead was a solid movie. Aquafina. Aquafina was fantastic, though. All right, I gotta go. Right, Hopefully I'll be back before you guys are off the air. Love you, gentlemen. <laughs> okay, see ya. Farewell. The Farewell. Alone. Wait, is Ben leaving, too? He's not leaving, is he? Ben, you're not leaving, are you? <laughs> you still mic'd up. So Minnie, don't tell me you're not you're not leaving, are you? No, I'm not leaving. I, I can't leave my brother. I can't leave a man behind. Oh yeah. Okay, is he oh. actually leaving? <laughs> so he, he left it on. Yeah, I think he left it on so he could come back. Okay, Cooper. Zoom. <laughs> Zoom. So hear us. So for for viewers for listeners right now who are listening and I may have cut the previous audio, Ben Becker and Cooper Wisden have just left to get food. His roommate Zoom Nguyen is still in the room, singing to himself. Zoom. And if he, this continues, I might have to ask Ben to text him or something. Because <laughs> Zoom. He's like he can hear us, bro. I just don't want it to be in his intimate conversation. Like if he starts like you know what I'm saying like. I don't think he will. <laughs> I think he's just gonna keep singing. Joker. 
what are your thoughts? Joker. I understand all the criticism. I understand all the comparisons <laughs> with other films. I understand the bogging down of the studio for the throwing in the Batman relations. I understand. I understand. But I still really liked Joaquin. I mean, Joaquin. I like it a lot. So. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. It's a. No, excuse Sorry. Not all of us get naps. Sorry. No, it's a character study, and a character study would be nothing without it. <laughs> what should I do about that? <laughs> should I, you want me to text Zoom? Uh, yeah. At least tell him to, like, unplug the microphone or, or like, mute it, because he can mute it, actually. <laughs> Just tell him, to, tell him to walk over to the computer and press the mute that's next to right, his I'm, name. I'm, 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 I'm working on that. I mean, I hope he's looking at his phone right now. I hope he's not doing this off the cuff. Like, this is... Alright, we can keep talking. Yeah, it. okay. Now we're, we're good. Okay, so yes. It's a testament to the Eric. I think it's a testament to the versatility and the... The amount of attractive, the, the, the way people are attracted to these, to, to Batman and to Joker, to these characters that are talked about over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. And they found so, a way to spin it so that it's still interesting. And I liked interesting. it. And it, and and I liked it there's it, a so. message. I know some people like cringe at this. Some people <laughs> think it's like Ooh, funny meme, but like I mean, honestly, there are themes of mental health awareness and class conflict, and beneath all the memes and all the glamour of you know the comics the comic adaptation it's there you know it, there's still a message i feel like and there's still a raw emotion to it and whether i you know i say that to Evan, like do you agree I can see you, am i wrong i don't am i wrong um i can see why people think it's shallow i'm not saying i'm gonna live my life by this movie I'm yeah exactly i'm not saying that it's profound or it's changing my life i'm just saying that it, i really like performance a lot it was it's it was sweet, you know? So, yeah. like, if you're talking compared to Marriage Story, I think this is more more prevalent in my... Yes. My yes, enjoyment. Yes, so, yes. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry there. Sorry. Just finger me. Just finger me. Just finger me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really, really connecting to, uh, ooh, divorce. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Next. Who won? You decide. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta find yeah, a topic. Not, not. We gotta find a topic that we can just keep going at. Just spill the spill it. Because this is good, but we just keep going. Like this was the movie. All right. This all is right. what I like. <laughs> you want me to? <laughs> 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 all right. Well, right, he, well he's, he's, he's not singing, not singing, is he? So that's, so good. that's good. Um, that's good. You want me? Am I allowed to throw something out here? Sure. You can throw out whatever you want, bro. This is. I want to talk Spike Lee. Oh, is that yes. allowed? No, that's I'm, allowed. I'm a, I'm a Spike, spiker, spiker to the end. You, you love the Spike Lee joints? I, I, I do love them Spike Lee joints. I like to... <sighs> Michael Scott joints, too. I mean, oh, but... Michael Scott joints are good. Great Scott. Great Scott! <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. So, I, I mean, I don't know if Ben and them can comment when they walk in, but I've seen... I'll cap you at two films I enjoy very much by Mr. Spike Lee. Do the right thing in 25th hour are definitely my my favorite joints a lot a lot I like them a lot so well you want to talk about I mean yeah well I know we both do the right thing so we should probably yeah. talk about that first I mean so, what a movie right like no for no, real for Rizzo for for real for for real should should have been because no. I'm All right. happy All right. <laughs> wasn't there a theory going around online or some sort of fan thing where instead of the weekend and uncut gems it was Pharrell. 
<laughs> Were we yeah, talking about that? Some, some, some Chris17 music guy on Reddit is talking Something about, about Lee? I don't, so, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Let's... let's <clears throat> yeah. The way Spike, I think... And this he's very tight to Martin. Mar- Marty Scorsese, okay? Yeah. They're both top tier from the, from the city filmmakers. And they have... They have a lot of respect for one another too, from the from the start. So I really like that dynamic that they have. I don't know. You saw during the war, during Oscars how Bong Poon Ho like shout gave a shout out to yeah, I saw that Quentin. Spike was up there with him. So mm-hmm. they solidified themselves as the current. I would say those three. I'm sure there are others I'm missing out on, but they solidified themselves as 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 the current. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I got you. The, the influences that we have now. They were influenced by their whoever from the 60s, 70s. Now we ourselves are definitely, for sure, influenced by Marty and Quenty and Spikey. So, I'm. I just want. I really enjoy the do the right thing. Capsulated the city in a way that because we see we see the city. I'm talking about like going from Raging Bull and Taxi Driver and Meet, but all those early Scorsese films. He he took his what he saw of the city, right? Yeah. Spikey took what he saw of the city and. I really like the juxtaposition of the tension in that in, in, in the Spike Lee joint and the, the Spike Lee joints and also just the color the color of the yes. is beautiful so and what's the, I mean the ties to you know there's this there's a big thing is obviously like what's right and what's wrong yeah the, here and what I got from this is everyone either everyone's in the wrong or in the right there's it's not when, you come, when it comes to racism unfortunately it's not so clear cut yeah when it comes to the classism when it it sucks but like i felt he he had probably one of the best i think he did one of the best jobs of talking about our issues here in the united states in that kind of clash so yeah and it's it's an incredible like kind of like a rough sketch of all these thoughts that spike lee yes, had you know yeah, like yeah. there's anger and anger resentment. but there's understanding but then there's confusion there is understanding and, and, and there's, there's love compassion. and hate and Obviously, you know, the classic, the speech with the the two fists, it's like, it's love yeah, and hate, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, that's like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and the biggest thing, like, MLK, Malcolm X, the two sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. The violence versus peace. You, you, but then it's not so clear, Afros. right? Because then you, you learn that it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. these things you aren't just... Afrocentrism that you didn't really see so on display that that was so rewarded at that point. And yeah. there was... Um, <laughs> I really like. I don't know about you. I felt really bad for. I don't remember his name. The pizza. I oof. That. Yeah. Like you. There was all that build up in that restaurant. He uses the physical environment, the heat. You know, the cars, the cops. Yeah. The everyone is corner. sweating and. Everyone's every 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 side of a per, every like he shows everyone's. Not, it's not just everyone can be can be mean, basically. Yeah. Like that. So. And it's but it's not one dimensional. Like you're yeah. like okay, this white pizza owner, in this you know block on Brooklyn surrounded by all these you know black people okay he's definitely gonna be racist and it's like well no he's kind of racist but he kind of appreciates like, the environment he, that he's in i feel so bad because he he and i i really truly like i felt like he meant it. like that was his that neighborhood became his family he he, he these kids grew up on his food they you know he saw these kids grow up and stuff yeah but then again there's always there's always that underlying underlying like resort uh, resorting to just to words and yeah. stuff when he said you know what and, but then again, the way, like, and all of the characters are like distinctive, you know. Yes, yeah. Radio Rahim. Yeah, I forget, I forget Giancarlo's character. What's these motherfucking D's. And it's like, name? which one? Giancarlo's character. Oh, bugging out. What's his name? Bugging out. Yeah, bug. <laughs> <laughs> um, you scuffed my J's, man. 
<laughs> like, like, because you, 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 you kind of understand the argument from both sides, like, when it comes to race, like, they're like, oh, why don't you got no black people up on the wall? Yeah. When, what the, uh, something, like, it's all, race is not clear cut whatsoever. Like, definitely at one point, you can tell, like, this is going this into is history, whatever. Italians were not considered white. It took a lot of time, it took a lot of, like, effort mm-hmm. to make them join that, the, the spore is the word? Whatever that is. To join that to join that definition of being white, they were they were considered guaps. Oh shit! Okay, I'm mm. <laughs> All right, um, but like you get what I'm saying. So I can see I can understand that within Sal and his pride for you know the people up on the wall and, and his people where they came from. But then you go to, you see his sons who are very well, not no the, one of the sons is chill, but Terturo is just an ass. But yeah. like. Dude, I mean, but he's I, he's also so young in this movie. I barely yeah, recognized yeah. him. But then um, you go to the you go to the blacks, and they they also have resentment that they shouldn't be having. But then again, sometimes you're like, you know what? We we come from different places. It's just and I don't know. I mean, did you see Black Klansman? Can I be honest about Black Klansman? Well, that's what I was. That's what I'm leading into. And I'm yeah, just you like, go. For in the he made it such such a masterful like dancing on the line of political discourse and art. You're talking about do I'm talking about do the right thing. Yeah, you know, one, he like perfectly was on the line. This was went the right ways. This, yeah, this one's but a little. Black Klansman, while it's still a good movie, it's enjoyable. Yeah, it's on the nose. You know, especially that whole last segment with like Trump. With it's literally like a documentary. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I understand, I, Spike is an angry guy, and he 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 lets that out in all of his movies. But whatever, whatever. Yeah, it is. I just wish he would have channeled it into something. I just felt more like I, this. Like, I get it. I get it. Ooh, Orange Man. Orange man, whatever, but like, yeah, no, I agree, and it's just like, but definitely, I mean, anybody out there, still watch, do the right still thing, and definitely still watch Black Lens, yeah, but do the right thing is a masterpiece, five star sure. movie, I for mean, sure, it's gonna go down, hopefully, history, because I feel like not enough people know about it. It definitely was big when it came out. Yeah, when it came out, it was controversial and all that. So it's it's sub, it's um it supplanted Spike as a leader in the director. Yeah, force. and the black so, community, and it was yeah. a huge milestone. I don't know. I really like that I really movie. Like that. I really do. I really, really do. Um, I, w- I won't get into it because you have. I, I want you to see it definitely. Twenty fifth hours, a great movie. Because can we talk? Can we do an Edward Norton little tribute? Kind of oh, tribute? okay. A little rundown. Mm-hmm. Because he definitely what towards the end of the mid mid nineties, early two thousands, he had a huge run of film. Huge. Yeah, and it's like insane. A lot. We're talking American History X. We're talking Fight Club. Um, um, I just mentioned Twenty Fifth Hour. The one, the Primal Fear, Red Dragon. I never watched Red Dragon, but that's like the Hannibal Lecter movie. Rounders is a good movie with Matt Damon while gambling. Um, he did a lot of shit. So yeah, I don't know. He just hasn't. I guess I, I didn't see Motherless Brooklyn. I know. I, I know. Like watching interviews he's been talking about it for like the last 20 years like that's been his that's been his baby why don't I just yeah. like Ben Affleck Edward Norton <laughs> Edward Norton but like yeah that was his baby or whatever I I mean if it's on Netflix I'll watch it but it's I, iconic I don't know the full validity of this but he might be like kind of a jerk or whatever one of those like stubborn guys but I like his work he was good in Birdman <laughs> yes I forgot he was in Birdman that was yeah <laughs> caricature of himself or something but like I think that and Budapest were the last things I saw with him so okay um what about let's see some other good movies okay you know this year let's talk about gangster movies we talked about we haven't talked about The Irishman this is where uh this is where (laughs) lines are drawn 
and <laughs> so, you know you know me you see my room I'm, I'm a gangster bitch you know that yeah you know that I'm a <laughs> so I saw this with my mommy and <laughs> I, you know I sat down with the maestros the ones who even showed me this stuff so I I, I love De Niro okay De Niro okay. is a legend in every right of the word he's a legend um, I always you know he's good when he's in Pesci, great. Keitel, great. Uh, what else was in this? The guy that was in Snatch, and then he was the fat yeah. guy. He's like, oh, it was only five minutes late. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were there were some big names. Ray Romano, Jesse, Jesse Plemons, Plemons, Ray Romano. Yes. <laughs> um, Anna, I don't understand Anna Paquin. I mean, she barely did anything. Yeah. Um, maybe also I'm getting a little. I don't know, cause like it's very similar to Casino and. Goodfellas where it's just like narrative where the guy's telling the story and it goes through like the decades or whatever mm-hmm. so like I'm, compa- I'm comparing it hugely to those movies so I liked it I mean oh Pacino we forgot <laughs> how could like oh I thought you already was, said Pacino no I did not mention Pacino that was that was the missing link right there Pacino you gotta love the man bro he's Pacino is God because I heard him talk about it like oh why do you why do you so you do all these movies you also do really shitty movies why he says he just wants to do them. It's not about money. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about Jack and Jill, but he just wants to do them. You know. So yeah. I really, I that's that's bold. You, you just do it. You know. So yeah. Okay. Anyway, Irishman was not obviously not the greatest fucking freaking gangster movie. I completely respect though that if you like it, because I can see where. Yeah. It's just it's just that it's been a while since we got something like that, and it's refreshing. To, that it's here and there's a whole different take on the the second half where it's about you know sure. aging and legacy kind of an aspect we don't really get to look at you know I mean it's kind of hinted at in Goodfellas but we never get to look at it you know no, no yeah, yeah yeah I know what you're saying there it's definitely about so for that aspect I appreciate it it's a good movie good technical wise I know how you feel about some of the de-aging I feel I feel I feel specifically about that one that scene, one I'm not gonna say it, scene. but <laughs> just say <laughs> it, bro. Usable, they could have used the body doubles on it. Yeah, but to be honest, I don't know if it's because I was watching on my like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. shitty computer or Somebody, something. But he just I, came out. <laughs> I really had almost no problems with this. God bless, God bless, God bless, God bless the Nero, bro. But yeah, damn yeah, dog, you are old now. Oof. I mean, and even with its flaws, which I recognize, like yeah, it's still, no, it's still yeah. a landmark. In VFX, you know? I will, I'm patiently waiting for the point where, I guess, I don't know how you would feel, but, like, where it becomes very commonplace, almost. I think it already is. I th- but more so than now, where people are writing about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're becoming oh, okay. a practice, so. Yeah. Because we've, we've obviously seen it in the MCU, we've seen it in Gemini. Dude, MC- think about Gemini, man. God, the MCU. The thing about that is, like... They use it there for no reason. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just like, uh, t- uh, ten years ago, Michael Douglas was saying goodnight to his daughter, and you know, and it's just like, okay, they're just throwing that in there. Yeah, just to say that we can do it. Okay. So, have you seen? Yeah. This is kind of a this is kind of a heel turn. I don't know if this relates to anything, but I'm just thinking of like really good movies. Uh, have you seen There Will Be Blood? That's the one with Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. No. It was on Netflix for a while. I'm like, eh, but I never did. So damn dog. I can't cap on you. I can't cap. You missing out. You missing out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to my letterbox. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at what, what I oh, stand. Oh, how'd you know where I was? <laughs> Got him. Okay. Well, while you're pulling that up, since we were kind of circle back, talking about Irishman. What about Goodfellas? You know, 
You and I both love Goodfellas. Yes, of course. Classic. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a milestone for those type of films, those long biopics, or I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, peak Pesci, peak yeah. Leota, peak De Niro. I mean, I mean, what else can you ask for? Say? So I'm looking right now. Um, I'm a big, 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 I'm a big Scarface bitch too. You know that. Yeah, I know that. And that's also that's very much setting and in the, in the characters and Pacino and the music and the, like that's like that's icon that's iconic iconography is that how you say it? that's like he the character of, of Scarface really set the tone for 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 a lot of people you know that's like that's a cult classic poster the, the, the outfits yeah so I really like that movie but um, okay my turn yeah sure go ahead I mean. Well, I wanted to talk about... Well, you haven't seen The Departed, so I guess we won't talk about that. But, you haven't seen The Florida Project? No, I do want to see that, though, because that feels, like, very... Too real. It yeah. Like too real. It is really real. Really, really real. <laughs> Little, let's do it. Let's give it the faux clap in this, bitch. All right. <laughs> okay, what about Snatch? Snatch is fun. Snatch is good fun. That's I like the scope. Of, like I said this before, I, li- I like a big ensemble cast. Yes, and that has I love really cool the energy. Yes, yes like, definitely. Where it's like almost like Pulp Fiction, but it's more fast paced, and it's yeah, it's yeah. like it it does zoom through a lot of stuff, but like that um, funny and entertaining, and it's just like it's it's like one of those movies where I'm just like okay, anytime kind of right? yeah. yeah, anytime this is on, you just want to watch it, want to sit back relax you know and there's just there's some good, good lines, lines some good memorable parts yes like, <laughs> that's not a gun Vincent it's a fucking anti-aircraft <laughs> I like the Sherlock Holmes with RDJ because you that, that energy's there too and so I'm glad he's finally out of the MCU's goddamn hellhole and he can like seriously yeah no so he can do I mean he did I mean, do he little did first. first I don't know I don't how that is <laughs> coming out of the gate but apparently it's really bad <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> okay, what about Django Unchained? I, I still I haven't seen it. I can't count. Dog, why are you so. capping like this? Why are you capping like this? Doolittle does have a 5.5, so that's not that bad. Ben's uh, Ben's mic is on, and it's just it just sounds like a sounds like an air, aircraft. <laughs> we're in a plane right now. Might as well talk about it because it's up here on my profile. Five stars. You and I talk about this a lot. Spider-Man 2. Slenderman 2? <laughs> not what I said. Spider-Man 2. The greatest superhero. superhero. You want to get into the superhero movie? Let's get into that guy. He's not listening, is he? <laughs> no, he's not listening. Um, Spider-Man 2. Greatest superhero movie of all time. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I'll do it to like, like pure superhero film. I'm saying it's the best film that encapsulates what it really means no, sure, to sure, be a superhero sure. and not to be a CGI fucking fuck fest, fuck fest super well, soldier uh, I mean, ass. We're talking, talking, I still, it's about a human being a hero and it's about emotion and it's about family and responsibility. I know it sounds cheap, you know, responsibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, but it's just like it resonates on so many levels and even when it does have CGI, it stands up. That freaking train fight, bro. I love Still the suits. Stands I love. I love the, the practical, costumes. practical effects. Yeah. Perfect blend of practical effects and CGI. But um, this is like not talking like Dark Knight. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, we're talking pure... Yeah, yeah, and we're talking, like, superhero comic-to-screen adaptation. And I can understand why Scorsese straight-up said, you know, I don't... They're popcorn filler, because... They are. At at a certain point, they... You can only do so much with when you're trying to do... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With I'm talking, like, MC... What the movies are doing now, it's like... You can only do so much after certain ones so that that's why i like this I movie like a lot because it's, it's its own thing its own story and yeah it's very pure at heart and and, and memorable and i i like it a lot i still do yeah and that's so, why it's my personal favorite yeah i can agree with that and i'm thinking uh comic i i think the graphic novel medium is just as valid as, as literature as traditional books yeah i can see why why when bringing the, them to the movies people kind of filter them a certain way but that's yeah. also on that's based on the fact that they they're putting so much out now that it's just become it's it's like there are standout west and there are just hundreds of other west yeah so it, it's just it's just falling into that into that it's rather unfortunate trope. but so I mean if you want to be watching Captain Marvel by all means go I don't know I don't get it I don't get it I'll never understand it <laughs> the funny thing about editing this is that. <laughs> when I edit it, I actually have to listen to it to listen for silences or whatever, right? So however long this ends up being, like, okay, let's say it's three hours, it's going to be another hour. So it's going to be four hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, at this point, it really is just for us, but um, it's very therapeutic. I, I said that early on. It's, it's good. It's good, yeah. good combo, so. Me likey. Me likey. <laughs> I just, I, I hope someone out there... Yeah, besides us listens to it you know as they're drifting off to sleep just friends maybe, talking maybe, about maybe. movies maybe at least get oh speaking of maybe yeah. should we talk about Austin oof I feel I like we should do a comedy episode okay you want to save that for the comedy episode I feel like we should save Austin because that's a whole nother baby okay you're right you're right I'm gonna note that down though comedy episode <laughs> I'm gonna write that down I'm gonna write that so, down um <laughs> comedy episode <laughs> Maybe get some jokesters on that one, you know? Some people that really would fit the vibe. Featuring jokesters. <laughs> Dude, George is working on an essay right now. George. For the one viewer listening right now, George is Manny's roommate who yeah. hails from China. And mm-hmm. don't be don't be racist. He does not carry the Wuhan virus. <laughs> he He's a good perspective of film as well. Interesting, because you know, in China, what they get are our blockbusters and then their films. And I, the um, something I would really like to tap to tap into is different types of foreign films as well. And I've had them. We watched a couple, one or two movies from there, and it's it's interesting. It's it's awesome to see how language and different cultures take in take in the medium and spit it back out in their own ways. And that's why par- like something like Parasite, we get something like Parasite. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a different perspective completely of what how film is done that's so. another reason I recommend The Departed is actually based off of a Chinese a Chinese film oh damn so Scorsese adapted it it's pretty good it's interesting to see the differences now for, I really want some french fries right now I'm like, but I'm gonna hold back keck keck talk about Knives Out freaking Knives Out okay yeah okay, we yeah, have, yeah. I, I feel like we haven't talked too much about that one so, so I, I'm not like, like batshit crazy, crazy about it but I liked it was a difference it was a it was a good story it was, it was cool cool like I, once again ensemble I really love that I really love that that, that, that aspect of the film yeah there were some cool there were some funny characters definitely a who's who the last 
like three years of care of actors. Um, besides that, the, the girl, I don't know, Guatemala, Guatemala, whatever her name was, I don't know her name. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, no. Being slick. I know to a lot of people it sounds like I'm crazy about it, but it only sounds like that because it's just so refreshing for me to like witness something this original. Originality in 2019. You know, like between this yeah. and like Uncut oh, Gems and Lighthouse, like it's no, insane. Exactly. If you you look at it, it's it's pretty young. There's a disparity with the films this year. You you got you got Terminator and and and, and you got all these like really like you got all these movies that are like really yeah. And you got like and you got little gems. You got some uncut gems. Some uncut gems. So. Yeah, I'm, and then I'm, obviously I'm like s- Knives Out like reinvigorates that genre. Yes, who done sure. it after <laughs> Murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I like Kenneth Branagh, but uh, I don't know. And I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker for Ryan Johnson. Just, <laughs> seriously though, he's like actually one of my favorite filmmakers, oh, sure. and I, I love his writing and cinematography. It's very good. Sure. Let's talk more original. I, I do want to see Midsummer. Um, I do want to see Parasite, Lighthouse. I don't know what else. You haven't seen uh, Seven Psychopaths yet, have you? No. I just I, I clearly remember when it came out. My cousin was here. He's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" I'm like, "Eh, yeah." And then I just never saw. It. What is it on? Crackle? Amazon Prime Video. Oh, damn, bro. No, but it's a good one. A goodie. Yeah, sure. It's a goodie. Good sure. one. It's a goodie. Sam Rockwell is pretty good oh. in that. Woody Harrelson, Christopher Walken. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, it's pretty funny. Uh, it's kind of like Pulp Fiction esque, but more more streamlined. We need a topic. We need a, we need a big. Topic. We need a big topic because this is a lot of. You like this? Yeah, I like this. Yeah kind of drawing it out like we were doing really well when we were talking about uh, Uncut Gems because like, it was we had that well we also had Ben too yeah um let's just choose it let's make it a little challenge not challenge but you know sure. what I'm saying like no, I'm totally let's down. choose a topic Something. and just try to like talk about it as long as we can with as little you gaps are. as we can um <laughs> you know like a podcast <laughs> <laughs> at this point this is <laughs> this is this is like okay. a YouTube like <laughs> I want to talk how about I want to talk about the spur of like based on real life films. I'm talking hidden figures. I'm talking Bohemian. I'm talking Bohemian, Bohemian Rocket Man. Oh, First Man, Selma. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. These, also, because these are all very focused. Well, except for Bohemian and Rocket Man, all these are focused on the '60s, civil rights, space launch, or space space race. Yeah. What do you think overall of that era for inter- for making film? Are you, you know saying? saying specifically the 60s? Yeah, I'm going to go with the 60s. Just, just, just all, all the, the tribulations in, in that time. It was a very, very uh, conflicted, conflicted, a lot of conflict, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Vietnam. I mean, it's one of the most popular decades for that reason. Sure, sure. I mean, rock and roll. Remember the help? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I don't hate those movies, per se. No, I don't. But you get, I definitely you don't, don't like it. it. I'm just saying, like, like no, no, in the I know, 60s. I <laughs> like, they feel a little... Uh, they don't invigorate. They don't invigorate. Yeah. Sometimes. So. And that's kind of how I feel about hidden figures, sort of. <laughs> is is, is like, that it's okay to say? I don't know. Like. I'm also thinking about Butler with like with Forrest Whitaker, but like no. Okay. So like hidden figures. I saw this movie on a date when nothing else was playing. Forty two with Jackie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Unbroken. Those. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. Seriously, though, like that was a bad time for cinema. Like, Jan- <laughs> like January freaking twenty twenty seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Except for like, like what, what Logan, Logan La La Land. And that's it. 
November. Yeah, but those were like November too, so it's like, bruh. Well, I mean, December and January usually always gets yeah. shafted. So, anyway, <laughs> it was cool. Like, I, it was cool to I learn about those finish. people. Yeah, sure. It's I like, like Janelle Monet. She's she's kind of hot though. I mean, <laughs> that's that's what. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Kevin. Ba- uh, what's his name? Kevin. Kevin Spacey. Uh, <laughs> no, what's his name? Costner. Uh, yes, he was um, in it. Ben Parson. I mean, not Ben. Fucking young Sheldon ass. Yeah, yeah, I know <laughs> Jim Parsons. <laughs> yes, it was it was entertaining to some it's degree. It's a great tribute to some some great stories, but sometimes it's, it just reminds me of a movie I would see in school. You know? Yes, yes. It's too clean cut. Yeah, but like and there's not a problem, I guess. But like for I'm what not, it I'm is, I'm not quoting that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm not quoting that movie anytime soon. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. I don't. I can't even think of a quote. <laughs> all I remember is when she tried to use the bathroom. <laughs> yes, that's all I remember too. That's all but they stole that movie. They stole that from that. Have you seen something the Lord made with Alan no. Rickman and Moe's Def? Mm, no, okay. I've heard of it for like twenty years. Ago. It was like an HBO movie. I yeah. recommend it. It's really good. Really, really Most good. Def. One of, yeah, he was. He's actually a really good actor. Honestly. No. Okay. No. And like, obviously, Alan Rickman is great. But it was like. That was what the whole, whole movie was about because, like, it's about Moe's death. Is it something about doctors? Yeah, so, like, there was this case in the 40s or 50s, I guess, and it was about babies were being born, and there was a certain medical thing that was happening where they would turn blue and, like, suffocate and die. Jesus. Yeah, no, seriously. And then Alan Rickman basically recruited Moe's death's character, but obviously this is a time when, you know, segregation and all that. So it's it's actually pretty entertaining and groundbreaking in its own right, and highly recommend. It's a way better version of Hidden Figures, because <laughs> Hidden Figures is basically, to me, just because I've seen that movie so much growing up, <laughs> it just feels like a bad ripoff with like a space sequence at the end. Like, I don't know. If you're gonna see any movie and you're worried about that kind of thing, it's obviously it's great. It's great to know about these people in Hidden Figures. No, of course, of course. But I'm saying if you want to find that same message in a better made movie with better, better performances, yes, that's what I'm. Yeah. Then watch something the Lord made on HBO Go. <laughs> <laughs> it came out in like 2004. George, twenty minutes. All right, so we got twenty minutes on this mic here, dude. I gotta respect my roommate, bro. Unless I go outside, it's like outside. Go outside. Go outside. I say we started. We started this thing. We gotta. We gotta finish it. What are we going for? Like three hours? I think that's fair. Hopefully Ben comes back. I think Ben will be back because he did leave it on. I also do want to get fries after this because. So I have to, no matter what, like, I got a cap at 2 o'clock, so. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of hungry. Must be nice. Uh, <laughs> must be nice to get some frizz. Okay, all right, hold on. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, so, Unbroke. Okay, another one exactly like that. So this is Angelina Jolie's directorial debut, which is good for her, because she's been in the industry a long time and whatever, but Unbroken, I like the book a lot, but the like the movie is very... You get it, you get like, oh, okay, this is a great, this is a good person, but it doesn't do anything more than that to me. Yeah, I never saw the movie. I read the book because we had to. Yeah, yeah. It was extra credit from his trance. And we had to yeah, in our class. I don't remember what grade that was, but... It was extra credit to see the movie. Oh, to see the movie, okay. Yeah. But, but also, I'm thinking of another movie here. I don't know if you ever saw Lincoln. You know, it was on Netflix... A, I, a while back, and I tried to. I started it, and I was. I just kind of noped out. I, my, my, I remember my dad's like, "We're gonna go see this movie." I'm like, "Come on, dad!" He's like, "We'll go to Beef for Bridges after." I'm like, "All right." So it's fucking long, ass. Yeah. It's 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 you you gotta be patient with that film, but it 
I honestly, for that one, that one sticks a lot more to me. That one, because it, then again, also, uh, not Andrew Lincoln, what's his name? Abraham. Abraham. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln is such a vital character to our history, a person to our history that it's definitely deserved that you have to spend time with this guy and what goes through his head. Just in general, Abraham Lincoln was such a... What goes through his head, huh? <laughs> That's not funny, bro. I'm not even... I was... He was a really tor- he, like, like that's, that's another. Well, character. remember, 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 Mr. Lamel used to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. about how he's like, oh, Lincoln is depressed. Like, which is true. <laughs> it's true. Like, like he thought he was hideous and he wanted to kill himself and all he that. He wanted to kill his his children. His child died. Yeah. He he, he had such a a huge burden on him. Yeah. Such a tr- so I want to give I the movie another chance. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Daniel Day Lewis also is another one of those guys that great guy, a chameleon. So, you want to talk about? Uh, did you see Ex Machina? I recently saw that. Yeah, I like that shit too, bro. That's a that's pretty another, good. I like the because it's just the three of them. So it's so like freaky and like yeah. depressing and between Alicia whatever. I like yeah. Domino Gleason and like, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, Domino and, and Oscar Isaac. Is General Hux. I really hope that after uh, Star Wars that he keeps getting stuff because he really deserves it. Yeah, Manny, you there? And we're back after that we are Manny, back. Manny cut out before. Uh, I guess his network connectivity was low, but now he's in a better spot. Isn't that right? I'm with God. I'm with country. Most importantly, I'm, I'm with the bill here. Oh, okay. Wait. We're <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were with fries. <laughs> well... Well, you I messed it up. I was gonna say I'm with filmatic, but oh well, it's all good. You know what, Manny? I don't know. I think we should we should do this more often. You know? Maybe like a once a week thing. Yeah, like every other episode or something. You know? Some yeah, shit. sure. Why not? Yeah. I'm down. Yeah, I mean, I like doing this singular, um, a big analysis thing. That no, I do. of course. Of course yeah. Yeah. Like that's cool and all, but this is fun. You know? Mm-hmm. This is like what you imagine. Free talk. Yeah. Uh, just for the record, Ben texted me. He says that nah, bro, he I'm can't not. talk anymore anyway because. Zoom went to sleep. Yeah. So. Well, here we are. Here we are. Two thirds in. Get a little more juice out of this. Trying not to uh, scatter ourselves because we do want to. We want to keep some material for future episodes and for future topics. I just wrote an article. This is since we talked about this already. Okay. How the new Harley Quinn movie bombed. Well, in comparison to other superhero flicks, it's the lowest for the DC. And also, they for marketing reasons, they're calling it Har- uh, Harley Quinn: Birds of Prey now. So interesting. Um, yeah, I, I saw something similar to that. Where yeah, every DC movie since I think Batman vs Superman has consecutively had a lower opening day, mm-hmm. which is interesting. They really flubbed it. With this they did. They fucked it up. Universe. <laughs> They, they just, they just they were like, we have, they were like, oh, we gotta be like Marvel, and then. You can't cap on Marvel being very smart with their consistency and making movies and making money, and DC yeah, just does not have those traits. Yeah, no cap. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. Wait, you, you okay? <sighs> yeah, I was. I try. I was yawning, and then I was like, okay, gotta, I gotta stifle it, and then my <laughs> mouth made a weird whistle noise. So I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> Margot, Margot Robbie. I feel like we don't have a lot of female representation on this show so far. I feel like we've only talked about her best boys. I think we need to talk about some good girls. <laughs> no, no, for real though. Um, I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street. Me neither. I mean, I've seen I've seen some scenes, but she was in Bombshell. Yeah, 
She was nominated, I think. You know who is badass though is Charlize Theron. She's she's actually a good actress. But um, I'm I'm here for Margot. So um, let's see. Um, we're talking Once Upon a Time. Oh, I forgot she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She was wow. Yeah. She was very symbolic in that film. Yeah. So she had some. She only got like like two big scenes, but yeah. Mm. I mean, it was good for what it was, I guess. She, uh, I, Tanya. I never saw that, but uh, apparently she did a good job with that. Yeah, it seems like she's a pretty good actress. Yeah, she, she is. is. Like, I, I think I we're think just waiting, waiting for, for, yeah. for her own solo breakout, not not Harley Quinn, something like her own thing. Because I, Tanya, didn't do that. Um, Mary Queen of Scots I didn't see, but that's how you say your name, Ronan and her. Um, you know, you just want her to have good roles is what she should aim for, and I hope she does get some stuff. Yeah, I'm sure she will. Oh, Peter Rabbit. She was in Peter Rabbit? Both of them. <laughs> what? So, take that back. And she was in Goodbye Christopher Robin. Um, what's your favorite movie from the Cornetto trilogy? Go. Oh, wait, that's comedy. That's comedy. Hot Fuzz. No, yeah, I, I agree with Hot Fuzz. Stuff. Although Shaun of the Dead is Shaun of the Dead, I never saw World's End. No one saw World's End. <laughs> Anyone who's a fan of that trilogy automatically has, mm-hmm. most of them have not seen World's End. Hot Fuzz is so fun and goofy. Yeah. But that's for the comedy episode, guys. I have to restrain myself. Are we going to have a Seinfeld episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, bet. I, bet. I, gotta watch, I have to keep watching it. I haven't watched it in a while. Me too. I, stopped, I totally stopped. I, I started rewatching Nathan for You. Show. Yeah, you you were the guy who took the what did he uh, the what did he take the salt the salt the Kramer copy what did he take from the oh oh yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> the muff the raisin raisin the raisin the box raisin box. <laughs> Anyone listening right now is, thinks we're psychopaths? We're just one of those characters with so much conviction. You know we're living in a society. <laughs> so you know what time it is. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god. I love, I love Jason Alexander. I mean, what else does he know? I don't know. He's just, he's so tied to that role, but you can't help yourself. He's in something new, actually. Um, I feel like I just on. saw a trailer that he was in. Hold on. Apparently he's pretty active on Twitter. <laughs> he was in Pretty Woman. Um, something recent, though. I know something recent. Well, I look for that. Are we going to do a ha- Amber Heard segment? Because um, I feel like that's something that should be mentioned. Let's do it. Uh, you want to like do, do a full story, full full context? No, sure, yeah, yeah. Based off my knowledge, mm-hmm. me too. Twenty mm-hmm. end of twenty seventeen, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Kevin Spacey Oof. is the domino that knocks this all over. Which no, Weinstein. It was Weinstein first. Sorry, Weinstein. It was yeah, pretty close. It was like within yeah, a yeah. week period. Yeah, it was within so. the week. But Weinstein was the first story that. Keep going. Har- Harvey Weinstein, the. <laughs> I don't know what to call him. The uh, eunuch, the uh, mm-hmm. the man himself, or whatever, knocks the dominoes over, and all of a sudden we have the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Women, you know, nine out of ten of which are safe to say are telling the truth, are mm-hmm. accusing men of sexual harassment and the such, and mm-hmm. you know. But that one out of ten, well, that's where we—that's where we come to our friend Amber Heard, <laughs> who accuses and applies fake bruises and fake photos and out-of-context audio 
yeah, accusing yeah. Johnny Depp of abusing her and a few other like small things. But the main thing is that like he's abusing her. And so what happens, of course, Johnny Depp gets blacklisted from everything that every franchise gets kicked out of the Pirates trilogy. Uh, the only movie that he was he was like in production of the Fantastic Beast movie, which is why he was in it. Mm-hmm. But everything else, he basically gets pretty much blacklisted from being in any movies from Hollywood. As is any star who got Me Too during that movement. Um, that's, you know, end of 2017, early 2018, come to today, early 2020. Johnny Depp, well, he I think he's been doing it for a few months, but, like, it comes public, I think, where during this court battle he's been having with her, defending himself, he releases, like, hundreds of audio and video evidence of, like, therapy sessions and in his house of... Mm-hmm. Basically, Amber Heard was literally abusing Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. physically and emotionally and there's like literal you can literally listen to it online like clips and stuff that came out during this court case it's up, like it's up. yeah saying that she would like do what she did like accuse him and make sure he never got a job again and demasculate him and feel bad for him and it's, and kind, it's of, kind of i mean, I mean like the idea that he would do that is not unfathomable so that's why a lot of people defended her because yeah because i think as a youth yeah when he was like a teen he had like some drug things classic Mm -hmm. you know teen star thing going on so he kind of like was a bad boy at that time i think i think that's why people were like automatic to assume so i'm glad his name is clear yeah Yeah. i hope he gets work again because he's a talented guy that's That's the most important thing is whenever someone's name is tainted like that and for the wrong reasons like they they're innocent it's sometimes hard to bounce back but I I, I, I I think I have hope because you know he's such a household name. Yep, he is. He does, he does, I don't. He's think about all. The, I would say he's, he has probably some of the most distinguished roles. If you look, if you just look at his, uh, like his characters are very very popular as a whole. Yeah. I would say. I mean, he create. He was influential in one of the greatest action movies of all time, with the first mm-hmm. Pirates movie. Created an icon. Created a you know a landmark in cinema. Fairly recent as well. You know, two thousand. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, to have that movie come out in, like, 2003 and have it be as huge, you know, everybody globally recognizes that theme and that character, you I, know? I don't think it stops there, either. You can think of, um, Scissorhands, um, Fear and Loathing. Oh, yeah. Or, um, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. <laughs> no, seriously, though. No, honestly. actually. Yeah. He, he's a... The, the, the dude from Mad Hatter, Mad Hatter, Mordecai. <laughs> <laughs> Black Mask, so, or Black Mask, Black Mask. <laughs> uh, Donnie Brasco, Gilbert, Gilbert Grape, Grape, Sweeney Todd. Todd, it doesn't, it doesn't stop. stop. Finally so, Neverland. I, I, I never, <laughs> me neither, I'm just looking at a list. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking more like, like Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, you're thinking more like Transcendence. <laughs> <laughs> mm, so... so. Oh, you're thinking more. You're thinking more like Rango. Oh, oh shit! There you go. There's another one. So, I never saw that. I never. Saw, well, you saw, never saw Rango. I saw like the first ten minutes of it. And it's okay, but it's pretty like. It was just so weird. For a while, it was pretty like popular. Yeah. Should we talk about pirates? I'm down to talk pirates. I really don't remember the. I don't remember Dead Man's and and the other one, but um. Well, it's one of my favorite franchises of all time. Uh, mm-hmm. First one is almost a masterpiece. One of the greatest. One of my favorites. Dead Man's Chest, I think, is not as bad as people say. Mm. 
And Davy Jones CGI. Davy Jones is, Davy Jones is still a better villain. Nothing. It's scary. And still a better CGI than almost every mm-hmm. CGI no, for real, for real. Yeah. Um, they really they dropped the ball, ball though in that last one. Like, it just was too much. They tried to do too much. So, it's unfortunate because there was a little bit of like Disney being like, "We need more action," and they gave it like a. For a while, it was like the biggest budget film of all time until, yeah, the, Mar- yeah, until the Marvel stuff came along, you know? So, and the second movie is still one of the, on the records for one of the biggest openings of all time. Just goes to show. Mordecai has an IMDb, 12% Ron Tomatoes. So. <laughs> I remember I mean, that, seeing the trailer as a kid and like being like, oh, that looks so funny, you know? <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh my god. I'm glad she got her head chopped off, and she gets her head cut open in, like, every other movie, because, thank goodness. I don't know, if she was my mommy, I'd be a little... <laughs> I don't know. If she was my mommy... <laughs> I don't know, man, like, if she was feeding me goop every night, you know? Stop, stop, stop. I think I'd call Child Protection Services, like, on my own. Like, Dude, they're gonna pull our sponsors, stop. <laughs> Dude, Dude, you you imagine, like, if if it's, like, 3 a.m. and I check the library and all the files are corrupted and we lose everything. Kind of glad I took that nap. Yeah, you're lucky. (laughs) I'm like, like, oh, shit, what time is it? And then it's, like, 10.47. Well, I'm glad glad you guys waited for me because, yeah. Yeah, bro, no problem. What'd you think of Ride Along? <laughs> because not, it's it, it's it's literally it's literally a related movie to Mordecai. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't I like them. Like I mean, me neither. Uh, yeah, yeah, like. like no, unfortunately, no. just because of the amount of times it's been on TV in my house and the amount of times, because I just seen it in theaters. Uh, it's it's it. sad how many times I've seen Ride Along too. It really hurts me. You ever, you see, ever see Snatched? I love Snatched. I, I haven't seen it, and I don't want to see it. It's just it's showing up in my recommendation. Yeah, I see it. So I'm looking at Stuber, Hot Pursuit. Oh, shit, you remember Hitman's Bodyguard? I just remember the trailer. Yeah, I don't know if that was any good, but they're making a sequel. It's part of a film series? We need to back out of the comedy. They're doing the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard next this year. Yeah, that's a sequel. Oh, fuck. What about Free Guy? What do you think about Free Guy? Let's, let's, do, let's do a rundown of Ryan Reynolds. You think he's so attached to the, the, the role of Deadpool, or he's got range? So far, every comedy thing I've seen has been a Deadpool act, so... <laughs> I'm gonna have to say an amen to that, because... I mean, prove no, me wrong, you know? Like, no, like, I'm looking... Maybe Pikachu, but even then, that's still just him. No, I, I can't I can't say any of these... Even when he was Green Lantern, he was trying to be Deadpool. Yeah. Um, The Croods... Dude, this is insane. He's he's been in two movies where the poster looks exactly the same. Look up Safe House and Woman in Gold. The posters are exactly the same. Man, that's too much work. No, dude, just do it. No, type it into Google. Safe House, Woman in Gold. No, well, let's just look up one of them and look up the other. It's they're both Ryan Reynolds movies. And look at the tell me the posters not the exact. Okay, yes, I see it. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that shit so much. As when posters are. You think it was on purpose? I don't know. They probably like. Uh, excuse me. Um, um, Mr. Designer, designer um, there's no way that's very, very similar, similar to Safe House. Yeah, yeah bitch, bitch, I did, I did that, that one too. too. What the fuck do you think? Like, it's, it's like, like, I get, I get like, like, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes it's just, just uncreative, uncreative looking. looking. 
And that, that is, is that, that right there. Oh, man. I think they both have the White House in the background. No. I'm looking, I, that, that took me to a site, and the site has a related article about the hangover. I want to talk about the hangover. Nope, 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 nope. nope. <laughs> he was married to Scarlett Johansson. Oh. Huh. <laughs> For three years? Word. Word. Oh, she's, oh, she's been, been married, married twice. twice. I don't talk about a marriage story. Am I talk right? about a double, <laughs> double marriage story right there. Wow, she really gets the emotional impact of a divorce, doesn't she? Anger me. <laughs> <laughs> I, never I never saw, saw room. room. Did you ever, Did you ever see, see that? that? Not, Not the, the room. room. <laughs> the one where she's locked in her room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but Evan was going on about that. It's on Netflix, Netflix though. though so. yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't sound like something I enjoy. Um, 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 are you ever going to do a Bollywood, Bollywood episode? episode? Maybe I'll watch, like, two Bollywood films, get a little caught up, and... Or yeah, if you, bro, you think I that's mean, not the right audience. There are a lot of them on Netflix now. Okay. I can tell you which Maybe ones go, are go. good. <laughs> you can watch, like, one old-school one. Yeah. One yeah. new-age one, and then we could talk about it. It'd be interesting to see, like, from your perspective, yeah, and sure. from my perspective. <laughs> Bollywood episode. <laughs> hey, guys, this hey, is guys, the Bollywood episode. <laughs> This is good. This is good. You know, we're changing the format, changing up the format. Yeah, you gotta, yeah let's get creative. Let's get creative. You ever see those videos? Don't hug me. I'm scared. Yeah, of course. That's that's why I said that. Dude. Dude. Let's do it. What a series. What a series. Let's do it. Don't hug. No, that's not good. No, nah, bro. I, do I look like MatPat to you? Yeah, after MatPat. That's the only time I respect MatPat to be honest. Yeah, to TBH. TBH, like, I, like I'm like, don't hug me. I'm scared. Cool, but after yeah. that, like, I don't. Kong Skull Island, I mean, starring Brie Larson and, and, Lo- and Loki, Tom Loki. Holland, Nass. Bitch. Tom Holland was in this. No, I just all those Marvel white boys blend together, dude. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. You know all the girls are like, oh my Chris gosh, Pratt. Tom Holland. Who's your favorite Chris? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the the meme that used to go around before Avengers Infinity War, where it's like, hey, imagine they're all on set. And they're like, hey, Chris, and everyone turns around. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Um, guys, for any of you listeners right now, just so you know, it's 2 a.m. Manny had a big nap, and I didn't. Okay? Just remember big that. Nap. Big nap. Big nap. Big nap. Okay? It's not fair. I give credit to radio hosts, because they got to do this for like four hours a day. But I mean, if it's if it's first thing in the morning, I could do yeah. it. If but it's then, this is yeah. not good. <laughs> I'm looking at Brie Larson filmography. I, I see Basmati Blues. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> a young scientist is sent to India to sell genetically modified rice. <laughs> She's starring alongside Utkarsh Abudkar. Very um, that's very um, bold of her. She was in Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, she was the theater bitch. Basmati Blues. Buy a Basmati Blues on Microsoft Store, okay? How much How much do you think it is to buy? I don't know, dude. I've never been on Microsoft Store. $12. That's a lot. You can also rent it. iTunes actually has pretty good prices. I've seen recently. They have, like, Oscar sale, where it's, like, $5 rentals or something. It's pretty good. Oh, my God, she gets married to him. Thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Hindustan Times. Basmati Blues movie review. You won't believe how racist and insulting Brie Larson's... 
All right, let's move on. Hello? <laughs> Is it me? Um, I'm, I'm looking at Between the Two Ferns. Was she good in that? I mean, it's like a 30-second interview excerpt, I think, so. Or it's a, I don't remember. That movie was, I don't know. I like the concept. I like the series. Movie was, you know, it was just one of those, like, you put it on in the background, you know, like, it's funny. There's some funny parts. We can't talk about 2012 without talking about Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I know you're a big fan. No, actually, like... Okay, yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It's yeah, not trash. It's, it's not, not far trash. from home. It's not far from home. But it's nothing. But it's not anything it's not, else. Yeah. I do I like, like um, Andrew Garfield. I, I think I mentioned this movie called 99 Homes, which is yeah. about... That's, that's actually... Because Michael, Michael Shannon is fucking dope as shit, though. Like, I, I like Michael Shannon a lot. He's good. He, I mean, he's kind of always, like, the bad guy, but, like, he's, like, really good as the bad guy. So. Apparently he like pretty good at improv. And he did a lot no. of that for Knives like, Out. I, I, he's scary, scary stuff. stuff. Smells, smells like fish. fish. <laughs> <laughs> <It> smells <laughs> like fish. Oh yeah, he was man. Of, yeah, all right. Oh, he was in Kangaroo Jack. See, he's always the bad guy. <laughs> Damn. And he was in Bad Boys too. What? What? That's he weird. The bad guy not. <laughs> My my, my, my my boy here needs like a good guy role. That's that's what I want for him. This has um, just become a messenger call. <laughs> but if you look at people also search for, you see his girlfriend and Lakeith Stanfield. So I'm clicking Lakeith. Oh yeah, because he was. He's going out with someone named Zosha Rockmore. Cool. <laughs> okay, so Marvel movies. <laughs> Do you think they'll ever die? Five years. <laughs> that's no, pretty that's soon. No, that's, no, that's not, not soon enough. enough. Oh, no, I agree. I'm saying that's pretty soon in terms of an estimate. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, they already have a lineup for, like, three years, I think. Six, six years. years. Take, I'll, I'll say six years. Take it or leave it. <laughs> that's so you think 2026... Ain't no one going to no theater to see Avengers 8. <laughs> you said it yourself. Avengers 8, there's gotta be... They, I mean... There's, there's a breaking point. There is. There is a breaking point. And I'm waiting for that day. So that we can... It's gonna be great. So that'll be a break. And then if they don't want to do like one or two more superhero movies that are good, and then I'll be happy. It's just interesting that it's become so popular. I think, I think it's, it's just, just down to the action, action and the characters. characters. People really love going, going beyond people who, who like comic books. It's gone to like every like every person, not every person, but film moviegoers like like. That yeah, people. but I mean, it's like we're saying before, where it's like they're not even comic books anymore. It's just fucking gray scale meat fest. Like there's no color. There's no real action. There's no real character moments. It's just quip, 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 bad guy, quip, bad guy, CGI, bad guy, fight, fight army, fight CGI okay, army. Okay, apparently the, I guess she's Cuban. The, the girl in, the girl in Knives Out was in Despicable Me. 
Oh, she did this. She she was the Spanish voice of. Wow, she was the dub. I think Agnes or or Margot. Cool. <laughs> Little fun facts for you guys here on uh, Filmatic. Bitch, you didn't know that shit. <laughs> but you never seen Panda Style before. <laughs> you ever hear that? Was that from the movie or was it? Because whenever I. You ever have the Kung Fu Panda Wii game? No. Okay, so you remember. In, you had a Wii though, right? At some point? I mean, yeah. Okay. Oh shit, my screen. Oh shit, okay, never mind. Okay. I look like Kung Fu Panda and then so, went black for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you press, like you load the disc in, right? Then you try to press on that, like, application. Yeah. And, and normally there's, like, a sound effect, depending on what it is. Like, either a music bit or... So for Kung Fu Panda, it was a voice line. And it was like, you click it, it's like, bing. But you've never seen Panda style before. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, that's ingrained in my head. Also, it's a, it was a good game. Good game. Just saying. What do you think is the worst, worst Mad- Madagascar, Madagascar franchise? The no. worst? <laughs> what? <laughs> DreamWorks. DreamWorks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going with the Croods. I need to look at a full list before I make or that. Turbo. Or Fer- oh, no, Ferdinand's Blue Sky. No, no, I, I, I hate, hate, I'm sorry, sorry, I hate Boss Baby. I'm not going to cap on you. Uh, recounting like all those? Like, disgusting ones? Like Yes, I hate Boss Baby with a burning passion. <laughs> fuck Al, I uh, know, don't fuck him, but like, get fuck Al and Baldwin in this movie. Oh, Toby oh, McGuire was in this. But barely, he just played the he adult the version. Older, yeah. yeah. My about Toby. brother, Toby McGuire, <laughs> has just, just not done anything. anything. Yeah. Honestly, the terms of DreamWorks franchises, like, what do you think of How to Train Your Dragon? I don't like it. It just doesn't appeal to me. Me either. Okay. And there are a lot of people who really like those movies a lot. Obviously, we can, Shrek is its own thing. Let's let's just put Shrek aside. Shrek can be fun. This shit's trying to be too serious sometimes. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, Like Kung Fu Panda 1. Mm -hmm. Sure. Genius. Genius. Honestly, it's genius. Who would have thought? It's such a stupid idea on paper. Holy fuck! It's is that it's a snake. <laughs> oh shit! It's a sprinkler. Oh fuck! I gotta go. Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm about to get rained on. Holy shit! Holy shit! I'm running. <laughs> oh fuck me! Fuck! 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 fuck. I'm not getting wet. All right, I'm okay. You good, bro? <laughs> I'm about to get soaked. Well, you're safe now, right? Um. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. What were we talking about? I was like, okay, so what I was saying is like, Kung Fu Panda 1, or, I mean, Kung Fu Panda. What a stupid idea on paper, right? Like, oh, for sure. Like a fat panda, Jack ba- Black voices him, me learns Kung Fu. There's a fucking cop out here. But it, it's such a, first of all, the animation is top tier, right? It's incredible. The soundtrack is great. It's actually like, and I, I read this whole thing and, there was like this statement uh, from like the Chinese like film association or something or oh, cultural. Oh, there's a cat! I just got scared. I'm scared. Okay, keep going. Okay, sorry. <laughs> With the Chinese. <laughs> Are you good? 
No, I'm I'm, I'm better now. Okay. Like the Chinese people, the Chinese people were like proud of the creation and the depiction of Chinese culture in Kung Fu Panda. Okay. And how it was like on point. And it's such a it has a good message. It's whole it's you know it's wholehearted. It's it's funny, you know, legitimate. Like there's no like, like there's slapstick comedy, but it's funny, you know. Sure, sure. It's just like it's underrated. I feel like it's one of my favorite movies, favorite animated movies. I'm just going on an elevator. You can keep talking. No, well, I mean that was my thing. So. Oh. Um. Um. Okay. I mean, like, I'm not as big on that movie, but I can see I can respect your opinion. I think Madagascar. 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 Talk about Madagascar. But like, I was I was gonna get to that. DreamWorks does have a funny range of funny films like that throw in a, you know they they can be different from the the pitch like the you know what I'm saying like versus Disney which has this like clean image they can do like goofy things for adults as well. Yeah, I think DreamWorks has had more of an effect on me animation wise growing up. Than Disney. Going up an elevator. We come through town with a motherfucking brown. Oh, we wrap it down. No, I didn't mean. <laughs> not, not like freestyle. Okay. We're back with Manny, who's cut out again because of his connectivity issues. issues. Yeah. Nothing hopefully, more. Hopefully, Nothing we more. Can, hopefully, we can figure that out for next time. But, anyways, uh, it's been a long, lengthy discussion. Uh, yeah, we've good. Yeah, ben Becker was here. Cooper was here. Cooper was, Cooper here. was here. Zoom was here. We talked about every movie we could think of this that was recent and relevant. We talked about uncut gems. How long is this gonna take to edit? How long is this gonna take to edit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping no more than three hours. But Jesus I, Christ. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared, Dutch. Right. <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> I gave you all I had. Um, anything you want to add? If you listen, you wanna... I mean, I just want to say if, I mean, I'm sure I'll check this out, obviously. But if there's any of you out there who actually listened through the whole goddamn thing. Oh, damn. <sighs> Much if you love. Could, if Much you... love. If you made it through this whole thing, and Come you can me send, and 30 bucks. yeah, if you could send proof, <laughs> like screen record the entire time it's on or something, like you get holy. to be on the, you get to, you get yeah, to you get to be in the, the next one. You get to meet, um, you get to meet, um, you get to meet, you get to come, person. you get to come to my, yeah, <laughs> my party. That's right, I'm having a party. By the way, guys, this whole video was just to promote. (laughs) Guys, nothing, nothing, right? Nothing. I just want to, can I give some thanks? Can I give, oh, garbage truck is here. Anyways, I want to give some thanks now. Thank you to my parents, thank you to my family, thank you to Lee. Thank you to Lee. Just want to say thank you to Wolf. Hey, just a warning before you continue your thank yous. Just be careful; you might get played off. So just just keep it brief. All right, go ahead. Just want to thank you. Just want to thank you for having me here. Thank you for having me here. 
Okay. I want to thank, no um, thank, um, thank Ben for being here. I want to thank um, George for letting me talk. I want to thank Chompit for providing food. <laughs> and um, I hope everyone has a good night. Make sure to sleep tight and let, don't let the bug bug the bug. That's as much as I can play without getting copyrighted. So probably still will get copyrighted and they'll take it off Apple, but. No, you know how it is. You put this on Google Play. I'll listen to. The, I would listen to your thing if it was Yeah, good. it's on. It's on Google Podcast, bro. Oh shit! Oh shit! It's on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, something called Breaker. Uh, there's a few other ones. Well, um, thank you for coming on. No, well, no, thank you oh, for having me. On. I think I think we could really phase this into something something good. No, oh, yeah, sure. I mean, maybe it's... make a make you a regular, make you a co-host or something. I'm I'm down to be um, um, supporting cast, cast, you know. Supporting cast, I like that. So we could maybe get some get some other folks on, get different opinions. I definitely yes. want to hear some controversial figures talk. We'll get Evan back on. Yep. Hopefully, he couldn't make it today. Um, yeah, I'm sure we can get some nogs, some bros, some, some goons, some goons, some goons, and some gangs on. You know, and. So. Uh, Next up, I think we'll probably be talking about comedy, most likely. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a good one. And we'll actually, it won't be 2 a.m., <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, I mean... And we'll all have taken big naps, so we'll all be fresh in the mind and body. You've been listening to Filmatic. That has been Manny Ray. Yep. This has been Nabil Sharif. Hope you enjoy. Have a good night. God bless. And never forget. Say something. Say something. Never, and never forget. Never forget. Reach for the sky. Toy Story. Toy Story. Toy Story. This is how I win.